Warning, tonight is mischief night. Bring your pumpkins in, lock your doors and windows, sit back, relax, and join us. Welcome to We're Not Nordic. We're Not Nordic is a podcast and you're listening to it today. We're Not Nordic is a podcast and it's hosted by Chuck and Jay. We don't know what we're going to do and we don't know what we're going to say. But all we know is we're not Nordic today. Yeah, we're not Nordic today. Not Nordic Pod at G. Chuck, Spencer. Yeah, Jason. I have a joke. Please. All right, ready? Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. To get to the other side. Now, I know this sounds wacky doodle dandy, as I've been often known to say. Think about the joke. Okay. Okay. To get to the other side, death. Oh, Not to get to the other side of the road. Bro, that's deep. Yeah, that's really spooky. Now, did I just blow everyone's mind out there? Blown. Mind equals blown, dude. dude. there's brains all over people's cars right now. I just threw up. Dude, uh, stop. Yeah, yeah sorry. Dude, you can't do that. I might, we might have to retire the joke gimmick after this episode, because I don't know where we go from there with that. I think we can keep going. I just wanted to take... I take it take it a little dark because people always use that joke and they they say what does that mean? I think that's what it means. Someone said that to me and that blew my mind. So if your mind is blown, please write us at we're not, not, not nor- oh, do you not, still not know our email address? <laughs> not not nordicpod at gmail.com. So let's dispense with dispense with the suspense here and introduce our special guest. Yes, please uh, introduce yourself. That was accidentally the coolest <laughs> intro I could have ever had. So thank you. I, oh, I, I do it. Right? Yes, go for it. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. I am the guest of honor tonight. That's right. And I am honored to be joining you on the Not Nordic podcast. We're not Nordic. I, too, am not Nordic. And my name is Spencer Dorsey. Spencer Dorsey, for everybody from the, the, the Horror Shelf podcast. That's right. And uh, proud owner of Discount Cemetery Clothing Company. Yes. Uh, two, two great um, entrepreneurial... Um, ventures, and and I'm right? also a listener of this podcast, so I, I my mind is blown that I'm I'm here. So you're the one, huh? Yeah, <laughs> he's behind the, the scenes. I listen to this while I work, and thank you, gentlemen, for having me. Uh, I'm also an old friend of these two guys, so yeah. it's great to be reunited with my friends and be on the Horror Shelf podcast. To be honest, oh shoot, no, I mean, no. I mean, oh wait, sorry. <laughs> well, holy shit, I only have one podcast. I'm sorry, I'm on the We're Not Nordic podcast. No, well, well, we're honored to have you. Yeah, and, you're and the second guest ever in the history of the show. I mean, that's 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 real deal Holyfield right there. Uh, yes, and Holyfield had a game for Genesis. Do you remember that game? All right, let's go. Well, it, it Yo, is, what day is it, Jack? <laughs> tonight. <laughs> tonight is the night. Oh, uh, yeah. So... Like we said at the beginning, get them get them pumpkins in, y'all. It is mischief night. The, the, ch- the children are out and about tonight. Yes. Now, Chuck, I, I bring this question to you. Were you a young rabble-rouser out there on the streets? I was certainly a young rabble rouser, but I don't recall anything specifically on Mischief Night. My mom was pretty, my mom was pretty conscious of the hot button nights okay. and made sure made sure to keep me in. Now you said nights. What is another hot button night? Like you know, Flag Day. Like New Year's. You know, a lot of lot of, oh, okay. lot of shenanigans go on on New Year's. Okay. So. Yeah, Flag Day. Is <laughs> 
Dude. <laughs> Those flag day crime waves are Dude, right. <laughs> there's a ton of saluting going flag on. Flag day crime wave is my new album. Check it out on Bandcamp. It's an amazing new record. Hope you guys dig it. What about you, Spencer? Were you ever a, a late night... Uh... No, no. I was a well-behaved kid. I do want to say that this Bullshit. is... Bullshit! <laughs> I looked tougher than I was, but inside I was pretty decent. Um, but I have to tell you that this is a... I don't know if you guys know this. This is a regional... Uh, uh, holiday. The Devil's Night, Mischief Night thing is only like really a Northeast thing and everywhere else people don't even do anything. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, to fill in the blanks to the listener, Spencer was uh, local to our uh, New Jersey area when we were youngsters and what, about four, five, six years ago relocated to California? Yeah, I moved there five years ago and I've been there since and I still come back to hang out with you guys in parking lots (laughs) and get weird and... and (laughs) Be on getting weird. Creepy podcast. So I'm, I'm, this is my home, uh, and California is my home away from home, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's, it really does feel right because there's nothing more distinctly New Jersey than a, than a broken down strip mall parking lot. Right, with only one store or two stores actually still in uh, operation. One being a Foreman Mills, and one being a, uh, heavy bodybuilding gym with large gentlemen walking out with creatine mustaches. We are going to go get a pump after the podcast is over in case everybody is curious. Creatine mustaches. Now, now, Spencer, you are a knowledge fiend Yeah. about the night that is tonight as well. Yeah, I did want to take a moment, thank you, Jay, to also let it be known that Mischief Night was the night that the War of the Worlds broadcast from Orson Welles aired originally in 1938. I did not know that. Yeah, and and it was a big uh, gateway for me into horror and sci-fi. My grandpa, who I was just hanging out with, he's 96 and he logs his BMs like when he goes to the bathroom. Hell yeah. Yeah, and, and he's a great human and really funny and... Obviously, you know, he's regular. Does he do that for fun or is there a medical No one purpose? knows. <laughs> there's no there's no logical reason. But now we're all considering joining the party and logging our bowel movements as well. Yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah. when in Rome exactly. or when, you know, you're in the dome. If you could call the bathroom the dome. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so that, that aired and my grandpa would tell me about it. And it's sort of a local legend because in New Jersey there was a lot of ruckus around it airing. The way the story goes, it, it was on the radio and in uh, 1938 on, on Mischief Night, and all the listeners thought it was real, and this is in the middle of World War II panic. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's what I was just going to say. Historically, that's if you put that into context, it was a really uneasy time. So Correct. You, you can see, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. and in, instead of hearing um, Martians, the listeners would equate it to Nazis. Oh, okay. So, and so... If you just listened at first glimpse, it really matched the hysteria of the time with the war being a really real thing. So everybody thought it was real. There was a lot of panic and frenzy. People leaving towns, flipping out, going going berserk. And then they found out that it was just in the name of entertainment. And the police came to the station that it was being broadcast from. They didn't know what to do with Orson Welles because technically he wasn't breaking any laws. Right. Yeah. So they took him into the station and took him right out. And it became big news and broke his career. But I think it's interesting because we're still in that time frame now where media hysteria is so real. Like, you know, we could burst out in a panic. Wow, pulling it back, yeah. Yeah, and he, at any point. You know, we believe, and Orson Welles, I'll leave it on this, he says really interesting banter about how he did it purposely to, to instigate people and kind of show 
how gullible they could be and kind of like pull back the curtain and go, wow, you know, look at how easy it is for the media to make you think, believe anything. Yeah, it was more a social experiment than anything else, totally. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Now, wasn't there also a Twilight Zone episode of the same thing where there was a guy running from house to house and they... I remember something along mm-hmm. those lines where it was like a hysteria, same kind of thing, where mm-hmm. there were aliens coming down. And oh, they Monsters are, are doing, doing Maple, Maple Street. Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Great it's job, like the guys. best one. So. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, see, absolutely. See, I was more of a fan of the, um, what was the episode with uh, William Shatner where he keeps oh, going? Oh, Terror, Terror, Nightmare. 6,000 feet, I think it is. No, 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 not that one. The, no. the one where, he, where he's at the diner and he keeps asking the questions. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I forget the name of that. Man, one. There's, a, there's, a great, hearts, there's a great diner episode. I don't know if it's that one where there's a train crash and uh, everybody from the crash goes into a diner and they find out that one of them shouldn't be there and they and they huh. they think that one of them is like an alien and then it ends. Spoiler alert! And the alien is the. Um, the person working at the diner. Oh, he pulls his hat up. And yeah, he's got he has the eye. Right, right, okay. I, 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 look, I, 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 I. No, no, the eye was in the. the la- oh, sorry. I mean, I could sit here. That's one of the best shows ever, man. Yeah. It's just really ahead of its time. And no, just, I agree. I'm, I'm a nerdy Twilight Zone fan. As a matter of fact, I, I only watched the first couple. Uh, Jordan Peele did a revival of it. I've only seen the first couple. I need to, I need to watch the rest. Do you of like those. it? Uh, I liked one of them more than the other. Have you seen it? Not at all. There, there, the first one is uh, Kumail Nanjiani plays a stand-up kind of comedian, and he like he makes a deal with the devil, um, where people are definitely going to laugh at his humor. But so turns- that's why they think he's funny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it turns out every time he, so he starts talking about like his life. He's like, yeah, I've got this niche. She's a pain in the ass. So every time he. Um, he talks about somebody on stage, they end up disappearing. Like, he gets oh. off stage and he's like, so my niece. They're like, what niece? And Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So it kind of goes where wow. I expected it to go. I don't want to spoil the ending. Right. And then the, the other one that I watched, it's a, a black mother and a son, and she's dropping her chi- her kid off at college, and they're driving through, like, a racist area, and they end up having this uh, this encounter with a, with a racist cop, and they have a... Um, uh, a, a camcorder where when they rewind the camcorder it rewinds life so they keep on like getting killed by this cop oh wow and so like and the, the interesting thing about it is they keep rewinding to before they died and then they keep trying to do things differently and every time oh, they do cool. something differently they keep running into the guy no matter what <laughs> Oh, okay. So I, Wasn't that a Tom Cruise movie as well? What was that called? Uh, Day After Tomorrow. or that, That's actually a really good movie. Really? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, so what about you, Mischief Night Stories? Uh, um, not nah, the same thing. Hot, hot button days. You know, those, <laughs> those days, you know, uh, we would sit on our porch. I don't know, try to be intimidating. My brother and I would just sit there. <laughs> and it really never did anything. I think the, wor- the worst we, oh, you know what? A friend, a friend and I did go out mischief day. We were, we tried to be rebellious and switch things up. So instead of throwing toilet paper into trees and over things, we rolled it down the street. And that's all. <laughs> we rolled toilet paper down the street, and then we would throw it over the wires, you know, that were that were going across the street. So a car you would go up through toilet paper instead of throwing it. You just went the opposite route. Dude, totally. I cleaned so many porta potties, man. You don't even want to know how mischievous I was. That shit's crazy. I'm mischievous. All right, so so we're all a bunch of wusses. That's 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 the uh, the conclusion yeah. we can draw there. Well, pretty much. But I gotta say, people out there, were you a tough little snot? 
out on the street egging cars. A TLS. Dude. TLS? <laughs> dude, you know, putting some soap on some windows. NotNordicPod at gmail.com. Yeah, NotNordicPod at gmail.org. Come. I hate you. Backslash <laughs> dot gov. Dot creed thoughts. Creed thoughts, yeah. <laughs> I have to come back for office trivia. I, yes, that that was that was going to be the plan for this, but we got caught up in the last time, episode. Next month, I'll, I will return if you want to see me back. I know a lot of yeah. Hit us up at notnordicpod@gmail.com. Touche. So I I got some spooky news. I got some things out there spooky that would news, that would definitely freak my mind out and my my lord out. Your what lord if, and savior, Jesus. Uh, let's say this: you go home. Yeah. All right, here's the new story. Family's basement has been filling with blood for weeks. Oh. A downside to living next door to a meat locker. Yes. What do you guys feel about that? What would you do? How did the blood get in, does it say? It does. So this is what they had to come home to. Five inches of animal blood, Mm -hmm. fat, and tissue from a neighboring meat locker had seeped into the basement through a floor drain. So what happens is, I guess, the blood and everything, it's its not legal to go down into the, the storm drains that, you know, go into the rivers and stuff like that. Yeah. So they have that goes into a tank, but the overflow goes into a normal drain. Okay. Sure. So that drain is leaking into the, 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 home the neighboring next house. Next door. Yeah. So that's nightmarish. That, that would be my yeah. word to describe that. Yeah, no matter how you find that, that's going to be unsettling. Well, here's the thing, dude. You, you saw The Shining Hallway, right? That's one of my favorite scenes. Have it's you seen, my favorite scene, actually. Have you seen The Basement? This is what it looks like. You know I actually, I'm so I watched uh, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror That's, last night with the shinning. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> Careful, boy. You want to get a suit? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Burns goes, that's strange. The blood usually gets off on the second floor. <laughs> yeah. It's the best, right? <laughs> the best. That might be, and we might be talking about, actually, we might be talking about that again when we get to our 24-hour playlist. <laughs> we, hint, clue, clue, hint, hint. Awesome. Now, now if something like this happened, what, what would you want to happen? I'd want I'd want it cleaned up and paid for and maybe a little monetary compensation. Okay, no? what about you? Spencer? I would want a discount on rent. I would want you know a, a few mop heads. I would want to maybe find a, a religion that would explain this and help me <laughs> come find to terms. Jesus. Yeah, I would. I would want a lot of things. I would probably want to look on Zillow or Redfin and find a new home to live in potentially. Well, well the people who own the meat locker that work next door <laughs> knew knew that they messed up. When so you, they offered they offered to pay. They offered to pay, clean everything good. up, and take care of it. But that's no good? They're going to sue them, too? Or? I don't know if they're going to sue them. They said the the family had been hoping uh, to get out of the house, pretty much. I just got a mental image of, like, when you go on Zillow and look for a place, and you yeah. specify, like, one bedroom, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You write blood-free yeah, blood in free. the search terms. Meat locker blood-free. Please. <laughs> what about you, Jay? What would you, what would you do? Uh, it'd, be, it'd be difficult. I mean, if my if, if I had stuff down there that was damaged or ruined, that would be something that I would struggle with. But, I mean, if it's just something that, um, you know, can be fixed with bleach and Ajax, you know, take care of it. Well, if, you know, what, if, what if you had, like, some old clothes down there and now they look cool and metal because they got blood and tissue on them? Yeah. True that, dude. <laughs> maybe, you know I mean? maybe it's an improvement. <laughs> yeah, what if you left all your white guar shirts down there? Yeah, right. Well, wait, wait, what, did I go see a guar show prior? So yeah. they already stained? It's double blood. <laughs> 
<laughs> Synthetic. Yeah. And yeah, cow. You, yeah, you can go to you can go to a gore show and be like, yo, dude, you're a poser. I got actual cow <laughs> yeah. blood on yeah. my shirt. So <laughs> I wasn't under the sheet. I lifted the sheet and allowed. Yeah. <laughs> The plastic sheet. Touche, this is this is good spooky news. <laughs> what else you got? I got something that's a little uh, sweet. Hits the heartstrings. Beautiful. 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 Target's like adaptive Halloween costumes help every child bask in the fun. Okay. What so, does that mean? So what they do is people, children who are in wheelchairs oh, or okay. have walking apparatuses, they actually create costumes that go around the actual apparatus oh, that they're using. That's dope. The, the, yeah. the wheelchair is like a princess in a chariot. Right. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, so, it's great. It's a win. Yeah, I, I, I think that this is a, I think this is a great thing because it's they want they want everyone to be a part of. Oh, so. he made it. He made his wheelchair a pirate ship. That's right. Sick. So they yeah. make it a pirate ship, it's, and it's it's affordable. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's twenty dollars to to get to get it started, and it's forty five for it to be total. I love it. Uh, what else do we have? We have an entire. Like, let's say that you can't get out and you're 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 bedridden. Mm-hmm. They specialize in. They just specialize in. What would you say? Costumes that accommodate people with. That struggle. Disabilities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, okay. That, disability. Yeah. You, I, I, you that's, you're still allowed to say that, right? Okay. Yeah. You guys I, are fine. Uh, yeah. No, don't no, worry. No. No. Yeah. Disabilities is fine. It's it's when you go. <laughs> When you go to the next level and start being very, uh, we're only on, a, we're on episode fourteen. I don't want to get canceled. No. Plus, I, I think I, I that's great, and I do think it's great because even on like a bigger picture level, it's right. great to see any type of costumes be around because Halloween is under fire year after year, where it's like disappearing, and it's they're now trick or treating starts at like five p.m. and ends at seven, and right. there's trunk or treating. So I think anybody that can decorate their house and give out candy. Please, you know, do it and keep the tradition going and get kids in costumes, whether they're in a wheelchair or standing, you know, norm, whatever you want to call it. Like, it's great. Uh, do you guys give out candy? I try to give out candy every year and I always end up getting stuck with big bags of it because no kids come around anymore. Yeah, not not in my neighborhood. We're, we're kind of in the rural area. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to let it be known early. Like, let the neighborhood know, hey, this is the stop. <laughs> like, well, we let them know, please, like, stop by here. I start telling them in like June. Yeah, we, we have two kids that live <laughs> yeah. next door. Usually we, we do a little like uh, Halloween bag for them, just give it to them, and that's about it. Yeah. My parents' house is always... Now, when you were kids, like, you knew the spots that gave out the full-size bars, Oh, yeah, right? the whole towns. Cause, yeah. Because my, uh, my parents, what they do is they get like 30 or 40 full-size bars and give them out. When they're done, they're done. When they're done, the door's closed. So you, you got to hit that early. <laughs> Your parents are saints. Those are the houses that make Halloween like a magical time of year. Yeah. When you get that full candy bar, it's like the most, it's the craziest adrenaline rush I, ever. I agree. I, I, was, I was sitting in a, a room of women uh, not too long ago, older women, and... Nice. If, if you were. If you want if you want to hear straight up comedy for a sitcom that came out in the early nineties, sit in a room with women like that. They were talking about how they leave candy out for the people. She's like, you know what I do when the night starts? I fill up a big giant thing of candy. You can't do that. Well, this is what she said. Fill up a whole giant thing with candy and I let them pick it, and the last person that comes can take it all. And a woman in the back yells out, or the first person. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is awesome. They were just so quick and so funny. 
I just think that your wom- that accent for a woman yeah. was really good. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what, what, like, what, I've been working on it. It it landed. Was it, that Blanche? <laughs> I admire you for doing it. Thank you. I, I could it. I mean no it was decent. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so to continue, I mean what do you, and you guys are all on board for the inclusive Yeah, of uh, course, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. man. And dude, I, I'll I tell too. you what, that like I think that's great. Yeah. That that uh, I just I don't know what it is, but that stuff just, like, when you see, like, Make-A-Wish kids, like, that, that stuff just cuts me right to the core, man. Right. Like, so to see, like, a kid that's that's not, you know, uh, di- differently abled, whatever, like, you know, get to be happy and get to do things the same as other kids, man. That, yeah, that's, yeah be I, lo- a, I love that shit. Right, be yeah. a part of everyone else and enjoy it just like everyone else. Well, I mean, yeah. we were underdogs, all three of us. Like, we were picked on growing up. We were into punk or, like, weird things. So that's a primer for this, I mean, it's apples and oranges. I'm not anywhere near putting us in the same arena as people that don't have a choice. Right. But I'm just saying, like, you get a taste of what it's like, and they never can choose not to be in a wheelchair. Like, we could choose not to wear punk rock pants, you <laughs> know, and but, like, they can't. So, but at any, at any rate, yeah, I mean, I think we're just good people that feel like, you know, they should have a cool costume. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Anything all right, else? All right, the, 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 the final topic. Did you got to get out your... Final topic, uh, seven inch coming out on Bridge Nine. <laughs> you got <laughs> this, this December. Got to get your sights honed, dudes. Okay. Hold There's zombie deer afoot or a hoof. Okay. What? Symptoms wow. include a loss of fear of humans. Did you hit one? Is that what happened to your car? <laughs> that might have been what happened. <laughs> Two deer ran out in front of my car. One ran into the side, broke my car horn, and the other one just ran out in front last minute. If that's not a zombie deer, I don't know what is. The the scary the scary thing is it, it's a highly contagious disease which resembles mad cow disease. Hey hey. <laughs> <laughs> BOMC did you know from Moron Envy. There's a, there's a song called Victim of Mad Cow Disease. Okay, so, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm so jealous you guys remember the lyrics and names. Like I want to remember that. I uh, like that band. It's a it's a deadly. Shout ir- out to Pyatt. Yeah, we know he's. A oh yeah, he was a cool human. It's a, it's hey, a, Pyatt. I hope you're listening. Is he listening? No, he's, he's a regular listener. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, hey, it's me, up. Spencer, from the other bands that played in that basement. <laughs> Dude, I hope you're doing great. Right on. <laughs> uh, they said that um, the scenario is hunters are dumping parts from an infected animal, which could lead to uh, ravens or other scavengers spreading the disease. Jesus, that is horrifying. So are they saying there's any chance it could get to humans? Uh, which it has an incubation period of at least 16 months and often longer has been detected in eastern Utah, as well as states including Colorado. Uh, and watching the patterns is the progress through Colorado, Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas, up to Montana now. It's spreading. And it's going to spread into Nevada. We oh, want to do everything we can. I don't want to be. I don't want it to be because of something we did not do. So it's uh, it's pretty so, crazy. So there was uh, in Atlantic City, right? There was this. Uh, there was this movie that was filming over the last few weeks, Army of the Dead, a okay. Zack Snyder movie, and the premise of it is that um, after a, after a zombie apocalypse, yeah. a group of mercenaries rob a Las Vegas casino and post-apocalyptic Las Vegas. <laughs> and they chose okay. Atlantic City to film it. Because they got plenty of empty casinos yeah, there. Right. It's just, they didn't have to do any set decoration. They're like, oh, this is perfect as it is. Just start rolling. <laughs> oh, wow. That's pretty that, much yeah, it. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it sounds like if that hits Nevada, maybe that maybe that could be a reality, that movie. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It's, um, it's, pretty, it's pretty creepy when those diseases start coming around because you're right. Like, when will it? Or... Will it ever start 
making its way towards. But then on the other hand, you have like like remember SARS? Homo sapiens. Because yes. I don't. You don't remember SARS? But it, SARS definitely petered out, didn't it? SARS didn't. Uh, may, maybe the what is the chicken flu? The influenza? Swine bird? Fl- no, the bird flu. Bird flu. Dude. That yeah, that tapered out. I think it's regional too. Like that certain fluttered. places. <laughs> Ooh. Oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so sorry, my ride's here. See ya. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, Just kidding. You jumped in the back of that pickup truck. <laughs> so what do we have? We had the swine flu. We had the bird flu. What else? SARS, SARS. West Nile. SARS. West Nile. Ebola. Yeah but, yeah, but SARS isn't, isn't that isn't that breakdancing? What am I thinking of? What's MRSA? The virus. Philadelphia Street Park. What's MRSA? Oh, that's a uh, um, uh, a staph infection. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's gnarly. Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to work with them if the staff's infected. <laughs> okay, guys. Here's a here's a here's a random, very very niche fact. Random. If you watch WrestleMania Five from Atlantic City. Okay. Uh, the reason Macho Man, when he had his match with Hulk Hogan, he's got his left his I believe his right elbow heavily taped up is because he was dealing with a really bad staph infection. Really. So. Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> So you know, like, the doctor is like, yeah, Macho, I don't think you should wrestle tonight. And he's like, ooh, yeah, you know I'm going out. <laughs> yeah, probably. I didn't workshop that. That was right off the top of my head, I swear. Which, which oh, one okay. endorsed Slim Jims? Oh, that, that was, was Macho. Macho, Man, right? Randy Savage. He would bite into it. He would. He'd snap yeah, it. Snap it to his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Beefy spice. I remember the one where he was he, he, he had a bag of chips, and he got real angry at it. He goes, chips. <laughs> <laughs> he ripped it up. I love them from those commercials. <laughs> I loved all those old commercials. You, yeah. They, they don't do them like they used to anymore. No, we do sound old, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> all right, so that was the spooky news. So, do you want to take a breather before yeah, so, uh, 24 hour playlist? Yeah, let's let's take a breather. We'll do the 24 hour playlist and we'll uh, we'll see you in a segundo. Lots more to come later. And we're back with our special uh, Mischief Day main segment. Um, so, inspired by the Exhumed Films uh, annual 24 hour marathon, uh, we are going to do 24 hour scary thing playlists. Okay. Um, Jay, can I see my notes? Oh, here? he's trying to see on my phone, y'all. He's trying to see my list, dude. Dude, you I... ain't checking my list. I'll give <laughs> you your list. Um, okay, so uh, I I came up with a whole scenario for mine. Um, you guys didn't necessarily have to do that. Okay. Um, so my scenario starts uh, a sleepover because I I saw we talked about Bordello of Blood in the last episode. The yes, Tales from the Crypt movie. Yeah. Yes, it's very good with De- with Dennis. Dennis you Miller. liked it, Miller? Yeah, I did actually. Dude, I loved it too. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I have it on tape. It's great. Yeah. I was um, very shocked about how good it yeah, was. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so uh, a lot of my movies that I saw, including that one, I saw in my formative years, like staying over somebody's house. So we're talking, we're 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 sitting back, you know. We got the it's a Friday night after school. We got the whole weekend ahead. Are you we'll, ordering subs? What's going we'll, on? We'll get there. Okay, we'll okay. Get, I, I, pro- I programmed that in, man. Okay, just making sure. Okay, so we're starting off six p.m. Right, I I got my times. Okay. Oh off, wow, you have the playlist. Yeah, this, yeah. that's he, awesome. He goes buck. I, yeah. That's good. That's very so we're good. We're starting off six p.m. to eight p.m. We're going. We're going for it right away. We're starting with Alien, nineteen seventy nine. Okay. Really good, probably, good. probably the finest horror movie ever, in my opinion. Absolutely. Can I make a Can I make a little side comment? Please. My mom and dad went to go see it together when it came out in the movie Mine too. theater. Mine too. And my mom just told a story last night. Oh, really? This is so bizarre, but continue, yeah. They they had no idea what it was about. They just thought it was about aliens. Dude, this is the thing pops out. They were like. What are we watching? Yeah, and they were re- frightened. You read right. about that, like, because Star Wars was 77, 
And so Alien was 79, and people were like just hype on space movies, and then they went and see that, and the Sal saw that, and they're like, whoa, what the fuck is this? It just this? really harshed their yeah. mellow. <laughs> they thought space was like all cutesy and like, you know, Harrison Ford's handsome, and then all of a sudden it's like, nope. It's like a stranglingly tense movie. It's you know? like really like, claustrophobic, it's, yeah. and it makes your heart feel like yes. heavy. And the set design is like real gross and steamy. Well, yeah. can we say the actors? Yes. All, oh, all, dude, were, all of them were flawless. Yeah. Great cast. Yeah, big. Bishop, Harry, yeah. Harry Dean Stanton as uh, uh, what was he? Uh, was, no, Kane was the one who had the, the thing pop out. I'm trying to think what Harry. You talking Dean's about Man About You, dude? Wasn't he? Well, he, what, no, he was in no, the, he was in the second one. Yes. What an Aliens. asshole he was! But that's a different story. Yeah, the Helen Hunt in that show. Okay, I'm sorry. We're we're, we're digressing. I'm, I apologize. Eight o'clock to nine fifty. <clears throat> We're going to lighten the mood a little bit. We're going from Dusk Till Dawn, 1996. This also okay. came up last night in a really? conversation unrelated. This is like an alternate universe I'm in. I've never seen that movie, but... it's well, Really? Yeah, it's directed by yeah. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, written by Tarantino. Written by Tarantino. Tarantino stars in it. And it's a pretty cool movie. And and here's where we, we see the beginning of Quentin Tarantino's strange foot fetish. There's an old hunks in it. What's his name? George Clooney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hunk man, yeah. Yeah, he's he, very handsome. He has... One of my maybe one of my favorite lines in movie history okay. is at the there at the end Cheech Marin shows up yes and he goes he goes uh, what were they psychos and George Clooney goes do they look like psychos psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them I don't give a fuck how crazy they are <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, I watch that around every year around Halloween time. And I just think that's a so for like the first forty five minutes, you you'd be you would think it's like a, just a regular like Western movie about yeah. these outlaws, and then all of a sudden, like halfway through, it just goes fucking buck wild. I love it too because the twist happens in Act Two. Yeah, so you have like a whole third of the movie left to play with, where all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. Usually, the twist is often like the very end of the of the book end, and the and then it's over. But you yeah. have this crazy twist early enough on to like enjoy it. It's almost like two movies in one. It totally is. Yeah. And so I kind of almost wish I'd seen it the first time, not knowing where it was going. It might have been a lot more fun. Someone spoil it for you? Uh, no, I just like saw, I saw the trailer. I mean, the trailer showed. Well, that's that not your fault. That's trailers, you know, that, always showing a little too much. We yeah. could, yeah, we could, we could talk about that forever. <laughs> also, there's a sample that I've I've wanted to use, like well, like on a demo or something. Uh, the band that the uh, strip club they're at turns into zombies. Or zombies, uh, vampires, and then so the one guy, uh, actually Tom Savini, the makeup artist, he goes, uh, he goes, now let's kill that fucking band, <laughs> and all of a sudden the band goes, fuck you, everybody, good night, and then they blow up. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. That is funny. But uh, all right, so nine fifty to ten o'clock, uh, that's when the pizza guy comes. That's when <laughs> okay. that's when that's when we pay for the pizza. <laughs> okay. And then we're gonna really gonna get rolling. Uh, uh, 10 o'clock to 11.30. If Alien is not my favorite horror movie, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. So that's that's where we're going next. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the best horror movies of all time. We, yeah, it's... it's it's a very scary movie. Yeah, that it's just it's so like grimy. Like the mood of that movie really gets to me. It's it's sick. Yeah, and there's a lot of scenes that are real. Like like uh, I guess times were different, and they had a lot more leniency. So at the end, when the grandfather takes a bite into the girl's arm, it's oh, like real. So good. Like that's really her bleeding, and he's really doing it. And there's like some really bizarre things about that movie. The, the griminess is a little too real, you know, at yeah. times. Yeah, when that first girl's taken behind the wall right at the beginning, you know, when she walks in and he immediately comes out and takes her. Yeah. 
that really did put a little spook in my loins. Oh, so. yeah, it's horrifying. And they killed the guy in the wheelchair, which was a ballsy move. You couldn't get away with that in 2019. That is true. And growing up here, there's a lot of houses you'll pass on, like, the White Horse Pike, like, off oh, in the distance. totally. Where yeah. you're like, wow, that's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. Right. And that's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> And that's the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> So uh, we're getting into late night here. And we're gonna we're gonna keep the classics flowing. Eleven thirty to one. We're watching a Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice. Original. The original. Yes. So that's not the remake. No. God no. no. Uh, I think that movie. I've seen that movie. You know, plenty of times recently, and I think it still plays great. The like, remake. Uh, would you stop? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so at one o'clock, we're gonna lighten it up a little bit. We're gonna do Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Five. Okay. Now, if you don't remember which segments that has, that has the shinning. Yeah. Uh, that has uh, when Homer uh, makes his toaster into a time machine. Do you know that one, Jeff? Yes, I that's do. a great one. Yeah, that's and then uh, the third one is the Soylent Green takeoff, where they start eating children in the Springfield school cafeteria. Oh yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I remember one. that one, yeah, of that course. One is good. It is really good. The, the bring down the house part in that one was when uh, Principal Skinner goes, uh, "You remember me telling Jimbo Jones I was gonna make something of him?" <laughs> yeah. And she, Mrs. Krabappel goes, "Are you saying you killed Jimbo, processed his corpse, and served him for lunch?" <laughs> yeah. And Skinner just goes, <laughs> <laughs> "Finger to the nose." <laughs> Sorry, that was a visual thing, at the, but yeah. It's okay. Uh, okay, so, uh, Treehouse of Horror, 5 to 1.30. Now, we're going uh, 1.30 to 3.10. We're going back to Nightmare. We're going to part three, Dream Warriors. Best one, I feel, in Easy- my opinion. Easily. In my own opinion, what do you feel? I, I like it. I, I'm a little bit... I don't know this franchise as well because it scared me so bad as a kid. I, I couldn't mess with it. And and even now as a adult, it still scares me a bit, like, Conceptually, that's with Arquette, right? But yeah, Patricia Dream Warriors one yeah. with, with Dokken. The, the sweet ass Dokken song. Yeah, that's yeah. how I remember it. The <laughs> Doc, Dream Warrior. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one you for, have to check out. That one's actually really. Well, for no other reason than that song does rule. That's I, I do approve. Shreds. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a, I do like that one. There's yeah. uh, the, the kill that sticks out at me in that one was uh, the the one the drug addict. Oh and yeah. Freddy's glove needles. turns into needles. Yeah, and, oh, that's iconic imagery. Yeah. And what's his what's his catchphrase there? Oh, I, f- I forget uh, what he says. I don't know. Write it right in if you remember it. Not Nordic Pod at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Uh, okay, so we're going to go 310 to 340. Are you afraid of the dark? The tale of the pinball wizard. Wow. Wow, that's my wife to be. That's her favorite episode of, the, of that show. And that's too. a deep cut. Yeah. Wow. Well, when you meet Colleen, you guys are, have to, <laughs> to spe- take some time on this. That's a deep cut. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. He's, I feel he's good a, about that. He's a pinball wizard. There's like a, st- a, a arcade at the mall. He's playing it and he gets sucked into the game. Oh, and the mall itself becomes the pinball game. Oh wow! Oh, you've never seen this one, Jay? I was uh, I was not a fan of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, super good. It's that, great. That like episode the, is sick. First few episodes when I was a kid, I was like, okay, I can get into this, and then it just not my bag. There's a there's a remake Pla- going paper on right or now. Plastic, yeah. you know I've saying? been meaning to watch it. <clears throat> yeah, I want to check it out too. Um, yeah, so he's so like he, he's running into like the the scary characters from the pinball game in the, in the mall. mall. Yeah, and there's there's a there's a guy there's a recurring guy. From Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like a guy, I forget what his name Sardo. is. Sardo. 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 Accent on the dough. Accent on the dough. Yeah. yeah. And so he's he's the one that uh, I think he works at the he's the one who works at the arcade or something. He appears in some capacity. Sure. I'm gonna have to watch this again now. Uh, then we're we're going a little further off the beaten path here. Do you guys 3:40 to 5:20? Do you guys know Society? No. No. Whoa. 
What is that? What's what's it all about? Year came. What year it come out? Uh, Eighty nine. Okay. Uh, it's about right a, in that grime feel for horror, right? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> society is about a kid who discovers he lives in like a rich neighborhood, and he discovered all the all discovers all the rich parents in his neighborhood are in like a secret society. Hence the name. And the last twenty minutes of this movie, dude, are so fucking buck wild. Yeah. He basically walks in. On a giant orgy, but the the people are combining physically. So like a dude's like arm will be wow. sticking out somebody else's ass crack. Like twenty people like just become one person in like really insane graphic fashion. Just by the trailer right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. What body is part is it looks like a yeah. I don't know. It looks like a the, turkey. No, it looks like a, the the rear end. That's the rear end. Those are the feet, and it looks like she's looking at a rear end. It's insane. Wow. It's bucking buck wild. Wow. Never heard of it. So, society. Uh, I, so, I saw that at the end of an exhumed 24-hour marathon, and I was like 20 hours in at that point, and I was like, oh, this is a movie, and then that sequence started, and I woke right the fuck up. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, society, until 520, 520 to 645. After that, we need to we need to lighten it up a little bit. So we're going Monster Squad. Nice. I'm a fan. Not a fan. Jay is not. Don't like it. But I do like it. That's a, that's a movie you had to see when you were a kid. I saw it when I was older. And oh yeah, yeah, I get it. it that's did. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Six forty-five to eight twenty-five. The original Scream from nineteen ninety-six. I watched okay. it right before I flew here, that's... and I kind of watched it a lot. That's with his girl Drew. Drew. Yeah, I love Drew. 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 Yeah. yeah, and I love that they pulled they pulled <laughs> this while she, she dies instantly. She her she died in real life. No, no. <laughs> I'm holding my chest like I really knew you her. Look, you look stunned, man. I really was. You're like, I was like, whoa. When she does, I'm going to move to like Antarctica or the desert and be forever mourning. But yeah, <laughs> they pulled the whole Janet Lee move from Psycho where like yeah. the, the main actress that they were promoting in the movie dies relatively early on. In Drew's case, like very early on, yeah. which was a shock. That whole scene is still horrifying. And I watch it and it's just so like unforgiving like yeah. you see so much more than even by today's standards you yeah, should he, have he seen pulls out her, is she hanging by her yes and the, the parents tree? her parents it's find gnarly. her that way it's just I, when i watch it now i can easily go back to my mind of what it would be like to watch it in the theater with other people yeah. and i could like feel people screaming because oh and last but not like quick note uh, caller ID sales because you would buy that back then sales tripled after the movie scream came out oh, that wow. was like a weird fact that came up in my smartphone because it it like learns your behaviors of like what you want to know and it's, it's scarily right but yeah that's what I learned anyway I'm gonna oh, make a quick a... digression just on that point Go ahead. I happened to see an old Saturday Night Live sketch from not, not long ago with Phil Hartman okay. yeah. where he um, he calls this woman up and like makes this creepy prank call like what are you wearing or whatever and then the woman's like well you're Bill Johnson at 555 blah 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 and she hangs up the phone and Phil Hartman just real dry like looks in the camera and goes, huh, I guess I'm going to have to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, <laughs> the beginning of, there's a really great bit of business, like in the, the beginning, like you said, where her parents are walking up to the house and she's off to the side and she's going, Mop, but she can't, can't get it yeah. out because her throat's been slit. That's, that's pretty gnar. Well, she came so close it's, to getting out of it and she, she didn't. It's, I mean, that's Wes Craven at his best, that, that first sequence. I agree. And when I tell you, uh, I, 
I, I was probably <laughs> stand up performance Jamie Kennedy though, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I like Matthew, him. I like Matthew Lillard better in it. Oh, really? Actually. Liver okay. alone, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, it, I, I've probably, without exaggeration, never been more excited to see a movie in the theater than I was Scream Two. Yeah. Were you a part of that riot? Yes, I was involved. Were you? Were you really? <laughs> no. Okay. Because no. I was working that night when there was a riot. So I, have you guys I, ever talked about that on the on this podcast? No, I don't think we talked about that. Jay, not far from where we're st- broadcasting at this moment, Jay was <laughs> top secret location. Yeah, yeah. in this secret location in the <laughs> depths of the swamps of New Jersey, um, Jay worked at a movie theater, and there was a riot during Scream Two. Yes. And uh, wow, that's a great memory. <laughs> it was because it was very it was very scary. People just kept coming up to me. I'm getting in the movie, right? I was like, I was like, if you have a ticket, you're getting in another person if they're getting in i'm getting in then all of a sudden they charge the box where you rip the tickets yeah knocked over the ropes knocked people over woman broke her arm another one was slapped in the face it was Jesus. it was brutal so for the so. audience just to clarify uh jay worked at the movie theater uh, near here uh and to, he later on took his red vest that he had to wear at work and put his punk patches on it calling me that's, out but i did it that's a true story it is i don't mind <laughs> no I, yeah. I mean we all put our punk patches on silly things I did the other <laughs> not, way on, around. not on our work vests well, i took my pizza hut name tag and put it on my punk jacket for a little while yeah but that's awesome well, so is your thing. No, yeah. pizza, no. P- P- if you look back, Pizza Hut had so much commercialism when that came to movies and stuff that I am jealous. Because <laughs> if you think about it, Pizza Dude's got 30 seconds. Who was delivering pizza in Turtles 1? Keto, Keto, Kino. No, part two. Oh, part two, sorry. The first one, wasn't it Domino's? It was Domino's, yeah. So then why so. was all the promotion with Pizza Hut? You get that VHS... You get that song at the beginning, remember? Off in the distance. Jesus get, and it's all for Pizza Hut. But it, Domino's in the movie. All right. Sorry. Okay. All right, so 825 to 840, uh, we're having a bowl of monster cereal. Dealer's choice. Okay. Count uh, Chocula. Yeah, that's my preference, too. Yeah. Okay. What, what do you like, Jay? I really don't have a preference. So Come on, I'll, you gotta pick. I'll say Boo Bear. I'll say Boo Bear. Why, yeah. why though? Is that a real choice, or are you just? I've never. You know, I'll, I'll say it because I never had it. I never just had go, Frankenberry either. Just go with Fruit Brood, man. That's that's the that's the real. Frankenberry, Boo Berry, never had. I've had Count Chocula, so I would go with something I haven't tried. Okay. And then okay. eight, 840 to 9. I'm stepping outside of the realm, dudes. 840 to 9, we're firing up the SNES. We're playing about 20 minutes of Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I okay. love that game. <laughs> that game had a major impact in my life. That's a great game. I, I love it, too, and I can't believe you chose that game. It's, <laughs> like, hard to find now. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I kn- and I played you, it for so long, and I never yeah, beat it. Me either. It's, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah, I've looked it up so. recently in life, like, within the last year, and I think it's, like, impossible to beat. See, I had it for Genesis. I wasn't an SNES guy. Okay. But Genesis. Yeah. Genesis, same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so we're going to, we're after that, we're going to ramp it back up again. We're going to go 9 to t- 1040. We're going to watch The Candyman. Okay. That, that shit is scary. <laughs> never saw it. I've really? never seen I'm familiar with it, but I've never seen That's it. That's a scary fucking movie. If you hate bees, right? Doesn't it deal with bees? Yeah, he, he got stung stung to death, I believe. Oh, so, yes. my girl style. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Wow. Thomas, Thomas J. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Macaulay Culkin. Uh, Mood ring, you know what I'm saying? 10 oh, so four, deep. 1040 to 1220, Event Horizon. Okay. Bravo. Yeah, that's, I saw the movie in the movie theater. I worked there. Uh, that's gnar, dude. Yeah, it is pretty... Um, Mama bear, what are you doing? <laughs> it's baby bear. Baby bear, yeah, sorry. Come on, sorry. man. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then... That, he was from what, Dead... Dead at 21. That was one. That's right. That was yeah. his first acting debut. Twist, a tw- nice twist ending. I like a twist ending. Yeah. And then, so to keep up the intensity for a little longer, we're gonna go a little more recent. Uh, 1220 to 155. Probably one of my favorite movies of the last few years. Green Room. 
I've never seen it. Well, you do you know Green Room? No. Oh, dude. I actually I actually wrote into your podcast about this. Okay. Okay. With, Green Room with this movie. Green Room's incredible. Nice. See, because uh, if. If you're not aware, again, we're talking with Spencer from the Horror Shelf Podcast. Horror Shelf Podcast. And Discount Cemetery. Wheelchair Victory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you. And uh, All these things are true. <laughs> and what, what I like to say is that you made a comment in your podcast, sorry for digressing again, about you said how, they, how, how movies do not depict punks well. <laughs> that sounds about right. No, okay. that sounds right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But would you agree, Chuck, that this movie depicts the punk scene well it's really yeah it's, it's very from just like yeah. the 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 huh. vi- so let me let me break down the this plot of this for you real quick there's this touring band from DC and oh, they, they, they run they run out of money somewhere in the Pacific Northwest realistic they, they, okay and <laughs> they, they get offered this gig like in the woods of I think Washington somewhere and it's like oh it's 300 bucks and they're like oh that'll be enough for us to get home and it turns out it's a skinhead club yeah and not but it's like uh, the the bad skin. So Correct, they, yeah. They, uh, yeah, you got to differentiate. Yes, sure. yeah. Uh, so they play the gig, and they're the one. They're about to leave. They're getting hustled out by the club owner, and then the one guy goes, "Oh, I left my phone. Oh. In the, you know, left my phone in the green room." Yeah, yeah. Okay, so no more spoiler because after that, you know what I mean. Because wow, you, you you have you have to watch it. And it's, this is a major motion picture yes. about a punk band. It, yeah, it major is it major? It, it, so it's yeah. I mean, it's a guy. It's an A twenty four movie, isn't it? Jer- Jeremy Solnier, who did a movie called I think I'm pronouncing that. He did a movie called Blue Ruin a Blue, few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, I watched that too. And uh, also Murder Party was his. Didn't see that. Uh, Sounds familiar. But uh, so the one of the one of the strokes of genius and what really I think sets this movie apart is they got Patrick Stewart to play the lead Nazi. Yeah. Oh and well, then they. Yeah. Did a good okay. It's a real deal movie. Yeah. So he really adds a degree of like, like, like to hear Captain Picard like coldly. It's it's really. Uh, I so I saw this movie in the theater and it's. Did you? Yeah. So wow, I'm jealous, uh, dude. I literally like I read about it months before and like I, I looked at the listings every day until it was playing in Philly. I was like, I need to see this right fucking now, and. Without getting into spoilery territory, it gets very, very violent. For the and I was in the same role as a couple of you know maybe fifty something people, and I don't think they knew what they signed up for, and they they looked really shell shocked at the end of the movie. Can I be honest? My wife at the time we were dating, she walked out of the room because it was so brutal. It's really yeah. It's... She she we were watching it. She was like, I really can't watch this, and I was like, Well, you want me to stop it? She's like, You enjoy it? She's like, I really. She's like that scene that just happened. It was too realistic. Yeah. So wow. there's yeah. there's one, but it's it's amazing. There's a joke that like, and not a joke, but like a, a reference early on that only people like from quote unquote the scene would get because oh, yeah. like the guy, this the, the 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 singer of the band is like, I got a really bad idea or whatever. So they proceed to cover Nazi punks fuck off by the Dead Kennedys yeah. like at the Skinhead Club, and that's the one little thing like they'd have gotten their ass kicked and thrown off stage right then and there probably. Uh, I don't know, not necessarily. I I think because you saw them react to them doing. Doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But then and they then, started slam dancing. Right to other songs to their set. Yeah, you know what I mean. So who knows? But yeah, it's a movie you definitely need to watch. And it's it's really it's an interesting like sort of explode exp- like these guys have like that punk rock swagger about them and then you see them like become like sniveling messes when everything really turns to shit yeah. and it's kind of a statement on how that all that whole you know sort of pose is kind of bullshit when it all comes down right. to it yeah and then there's a girl she's got a chelsea cut she's a bird you know what i mean of course yeah so she's uh yeah she's i forgot like, i forgot about the chelsea cut girl yeah yeah may- maybe from um 
uh, Arrested Development plays the guitar player in the band. As much as I don't miss some of that, I miss that. You know what I mean? <laughs> me, like me too. That no, was the no, no, diamond no. in the rough kind of thing. There were some things that were really special about being in those moments, like seeing like a traditional skinhead girl with right. that haircut oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. just being like, damn... Yeah, she's probably cool, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, definitely. I wish I could be friends with her. <laughs> so, if you take anything from this podcast, Spencer, watch Green Room. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sold. I mean, and uh, every and listeners out there too, like, are probably really impressed. Like, I never heard of this. What, a, well, what a sweet movie? Well, it's also Anton Yelchin's last movie before yes. he died. Oh, crazy! So I was in the same restaurant as him, uh, like days before he passed, oh, really? and he lived like two towns over from where I live. Oh wow! And I this story means nothing other than the fact that I felt saddened by his loss because it just was so bizarre to see him like two days before right. and then hear that news you, you know? yeah. well yeah he's a guy like who's just right there and and um it's sad he was young and he's jeep talented. cherokee yeah, yeah. Rich, crushed him oh no, yeah, yeah he was he's a great I, I thought he was he was great he was actor. great and he was taken way before his time like he yes. he had a whole future ahead of him and it's as a small, life is strange as a small consolation i think his parent his family has probably got a huge settlement coming to them but i'm sure they'd rather have him back Correct, over that yeah. Uh, all right, so we're no, you're good. We're coming to the end here. Uh, we're I felt like we needed to lighten it up again after a series of three pretty serious ones. So okay, at one fifty five to three twenty, we'll do Evil Dead two. Nice. nice. One of the horror movies where the second is better than the first. Yeah, yes, not many I agree. Of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving along, three twenty to four forty five. Blood Diner. You guys know Blood Diner. Oh my Never god! Saw it. Never another. saw it. That's crazy. You mentioned Blood Diner. So. Uh, the guy who was in it, and uh, I don't know if he directed it or not, but the main character owns a club called CIA in, in California, right around wow. where we live. And it's a bizarre club, uh, very weird. And he also starred in a movie about that serial killer who ate people. Um, Hannibal? Not Hannibal. The uh, blonde Jeffrey, Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. In the Jeffrey Dahmer movie, he played Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. But if you ever come visit me, I'll take you. He's there every day. He's the owner. And he'll, oh. like, talk to you forever about Blood Diner and oh. Jeffrey Dahmer. Dude, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, the it, smile it's, on Chuck's face yeah. was well, like, <laughs> ear to ear. <laughs> yeah. It's those moments you embrace, and it makes, like, the hu- the hustle of it all out there, like, worth it. When you're, like, in that moment, you're like, okay, cool. This is a good night. You wow, know? that is awesome. And, yeah, and he loves chatting about it. But Blood Diner is a great movie. First they greet you, then they eat you. <laughs> yeah. they, they open a restaurant and it's a, it's a front where they're, they're collecting blood to resurrect some Egyptian goddess that they worship or something. Okay. It's a little silly, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And then we're going to end it off. Uh, I felt like we opened with a creature feature, uh, Alien. So we're going to end with a movie from just this past summer, 445 to 605, the movie Crawl, which I thought I thought was pretty good. I didn't see the, it. The, the, giant, see it the giant alligator movie. Oh, it's, cool. It's, it's really, um, it, it's, 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 it's not going to win any awards or anything, but it's a good solid like 80 minute, like we'll make you jump a few times, there's some blood, and then we'll get out, you know? So it's, it's, it's a prequel to Lake Placid, I guess? No. Okay. No, it's not. What what does it have to do with? Nothing. It's just a, an alligator in the. Uh, uh, there's they're in Florida and there's a big hurricane and this woman hadn't heard from her father. This girl hadn't heard from her father, so she goes to try to to get him out of the zone that's supposed to be evacuated, and he's like passed out in the basement because he hit his head or something, and then uh, they end up there's two giant giant alligators in the basement with them as the house starts to get flooded. Now who who directed this? Was it someone major? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, well, not major, but it's uh, Alexander Aja, who did uh, the remake of The Hills Have Eyes, as well as, um, I think he did uh, High Tension. 
Yeah, he did. Oh, okay, okay. I knew that name yeah. when he said it. Which is High Tension is a horrifying movie. I saw that in the theater yeah, that's with Steve O'Brien. That was a what was the fr- it was a French uh, yeah. transfer yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So I'm done. Uh, quick, funny story about Steve O'Brien. Since we mentioned him. Oh, and uh, last mentioned name. last names. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, this is Man, has, when's the last time any of us have talked to him? I should have um, known better. But anyway, so Steve worked at uh, the movie theater around here when they first opened, and he would always just tell us to drop his name, and they'd always. Because uh, they were all scared of Steve, so they would just let us all in for free all the time. And nice. even after he quit, you could drop Steve's name and they'd let you it in for work. free. It did work. As you said, I, re- I recall doing it now. Like, I also did it. They go, I'm Steve's friend. And they're like, all right, just come on in. Yeah. I'm like, all right, sweet. All right, so who wants to go next, Spencer? It's up to you guys. Uh, what, what do you feel? Do you want you want to you want to end it out, or do you want to you want to be in the middle just to be in the same? Call. Be in the same. Uh, I mean, my, my, mine is not mine is not detailed. His mine is just a run of of, of movie names. Okay. I mean, I, I have it. I have an intro. On why we're doing it, like he had his intro about you know. His... I'll go last. Okay. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, okay. feel, it feels right. I, okay. I'm, I like I, I've, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Okay. Jason. Okay. So, so here we go. This is this is my list. This is my story. This is why this list. Your is being kiss made. is on my list. <laughs> Your kitsch. Your <laughs> All right. So here we go. Edward Furlong is president, and he has a cohesive plan to join color, creed, and religion. <laughs> You must create a 24-hour horror playlist to view the horror out of the world. Release the hate through view is his motto. We as Americans have taken this role seriously. Prepare you, prepare your VCR and be sure tracking is adjusted. We now begin the legislation of President Furlong. Fuck, that's so good. Okay, so my 24-hour list. It starts off right off the bat with the Blair Witch Project, 1999. Love it. I love the movie. It gets a lot of flack for no reason. Saw that at the theater you worked at. Really? Yeah. I I think I did too, matter of fact. I saw the theater as well. The the way I have this movie is how, like, I pictured in my head how I would want to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, the, the feel of each movie has to pan I, into... I, I tried to do a flow, too. Right, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. yeah. So we start off with the Blair Witch. Next is Evil Dead 2. Same same as you. Sure. It's, it's got that feel. And I was going to put Army of Darkness, but I was like, no, we're not going there. You know, because I don't consider... That, that's more comedy than I, it is horror, I yeah. feel. I, 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 I thought of it, too, and I kind of came to the same conclusion. Right. I like those things blended. When done those, right, those those two together, like, like horror and 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 uh, humor. Well, I would call Blood Diner a horror comedy. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of horror comedies, my next movie is Terror Vision. I love Terror Vision. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I've I, never I, I, I seen thought about it. that one too. I saw that movie on TV. Scared the hell out of me. I don't know. I didn't know that it was, you know, comedy. Yeah. But you know when that thing sucks the. Oh my heavens! That awesome flick. Me. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's an 80, 88 or something too. Maybe eighty nine. Yeah. Uh, up next, we have Phantasm 2. two. Why two, not one? I like that Phantasm 2 had a bigger... Right back there, comfortable. Oh, yeah, I'm like at the edge of, I'm at the edge of my seat. Like, these are all my favorite things that we're discussing in, like, my favorite parking lot with my favorite people. I'm, like, in pure bliss. I'm, I, no one can see me right now, but I'm, like, clutching Chuck's backseat, like, leaning into the windshield, like, drooling. I just wanted to make sure I'm in, I'm in heaven. Well, I, I, could, I could die happy. Yeah, continue. Uh, Phantasm 2 just had a bigger budget, and they were picked up by a bigger uh, studio, I believe. Yeah. So with that, they had more power to do a lot more, and I just remember enjoying it because I haven't seen it in a while, and I want to go back and experience it. Yeah, so. I like that whole series, except for the most recent one, Ravager. That one was garbage. Really? Yeah. All right. Up next, we're going the thing. 
John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Oh, yeah. yeah eight, what is it? Eighty-two, right? Is that your favorite John Carpenter movie? Wow, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say so. I would have to say so. Yeah, because this this movie from start to finish, I feel personally is flawless, except for when the guy's stomach opens and bites down, and you know. Ride against Spencer. Oh, see you guys. <laughs> I'll be right back. So, I would. Yeah, I have to say the thing is my favorite John Carpenter movie. Chuck, that's- what's yours? I'd probably go Halloween. Mine's Halloween, yeah. 1978. Yeah. Halloween is legitimately a scary movie. Yo, quick sidebar: if you were if you were still local, Spence, would you go see uh, the the Misfits in Philly in December? Yeah, I, I would. I would. I saw them recently, and I thought they were great. And I think if if given the chance, and you can get tickets for cheap, the trick is don't get them right away. Wait yeah. till like a few nights before, because oh my god, did those tickets go <laughs> yes. on sale for like a reasonable price? And, yeah. <laughs> um, and a lot of people got them at that point. So yeah, their set was great. They play all the hits and all the the um, you know stage dressing changes for every song. And they have Dave Lombardo from Slayer on drums. They have um, a, they have another guitar player hiding in the back playing the riff, so it's like <laughs> super loud and heavy, and and yeah, it's great. It's a great experience. So yeah, I, I, of course. Are you yeah, gonna go? I think so. Yeah. But I, nothing off American Psycho though. They only play the dan- the real <laughs> yeah. Misfits. I've yeah. never heard any Misfits without dancing. I'm really proud of that. Wow. I've like never heard the songs. Like I don't ha- have an interest. Well, that's what you missed in the last episode. We did a deep dive into the Michael I Bray's saw. Misfits. I, yeah. I, well, then uh, that's the first time I'll listen is because of you guys. <laughs> Go on, Jay. Okay, the uh, we did the thing. So the next one would be Night of Living Dead, the, the OG original. Fucking yeah. fantastic movie, I forgot man. about that one. There's, I love there's that. There's so much. Uh, did I show you uh, a couple years ago? I went to a wedding in Ohio. We road tripped out there. No. And we stopped at, we stopped at the cemetery. Oh, really? So, yeah, so I have, a oh, pic- cool. I have a picture of me recreating Barbara's pose next to that one headstone. They're coming And it's still there you, and Barbara. everything. Oh, yes. Yeah, wow. Wow. The house is the, the actually the house that they go they go to has been I think they got like a historical grant to preserve. Oh wow! It. Yeah. Nice. Really? Yeah. And there's actually if you go in the it's it's very destitute but there's a there's a, a little town a couple miles over and there's a little night of the living dead museum there too. Really? Yeah. It was fun. It was it was worth a quick pit stop on the way to Ohio for sure. Did you guys know that, that he accidentally didn't copyright that movie correctly? Yeah, it's public domain. It's public domain, which yeah, like, is so we, sad my in a way. Goodness. We, it was, yeah, it was a huge success, we, and he didn't get paid. We can totally use clips from it without any any fear of repercussion. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> right, repercussion. <so. laughs> No. I listened to Repercussion on my own free will and it was awesome. No. I did it. It was like Stop. surprisingly better. I was like, I was like, I was like, yo, this breakdown's heavy and I like it. I was like, no. yo, this one's also good. Yo, this one's also good. So, so that means on the next podcast we can do an entire Night of the Living Dead yeah. commentary. Dude, so, maybe that'll be what we do. That, that, that <laughs> might be cool. We were, listeners, we were talking about the idea of doing a feature-length audio commentary, just me and Jay, for a movie. If you think that's a terrible or a good idea, hit us up at notnordicpod at gmail.com okay. backslash creedthoughts.gov <laughs> Alright, so my next movie creed thoughts. My next movie is Us. Have not seen that movie. You haven't seen I it. I have not seen it, but I am very excited to see it and want to see it well, is dope. immensely. Yeah, okay. you'll like it. Yeah. All right, and then after that is Creepers. Dario oh, Argento, the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, not Phenomena. Creepers. Creepers. The, the shorter the cut. The 83-minute cut. Not the, what, what was it, one, 160? Yeah, it was, close, it was close to two hours. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> so you, you like that monkey, huh? I do. <laughs> I do, I do. I like him a lot. And uh, number nine? Number nine. We're going. <laughs> you about to do the Beatles thing? <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> we're, we're going Poltergeist three. 
Oh, I haven't I, I watched heard, it yet. I heard you give props to that one recently. Uh, so, I three did. is the one with the Indian chief, or is three the one with the creepy door-to-door guy who, like, his eyes... That's, are, that's number two. Two is two. Indian yeah, chief. Yeah, yeah, but, and with one. the creepy guy door-to-door. Yeah. Is, is it two with the creepy guy door-to-door? Yes. Correct. And then yeah. three is the one with the big building. Yes. And the, Tom in, the Indian chief is no, in, no, in that one. No, no Indian chief. It's Tom Skerritt. It's uh, Rubenstein. What's it? Uh, Vel, Velba Rubenstein? The woman... This house is oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah, from, that's uh, exactly what I said. You heard me. <laughs> the little lady. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's, yes, she's in it, and um, it's decent. I watched it. No, uh, it's it's. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Saturday or Sunday, Channel Twelve, rainy day, and that's on. I mean, I know I've said that multiple times. No, but that's it's not. true. Because you have a you have a connection with it for that reason. Right, you exactly. probably saw it. On in that fashion, I did. Yeah, yeah. Just like the Burbs, it was the same exact thing. Or any police academy, except for what was the last one? Five. Mission to Moscow. Yeah, and I did, yeah. did not like that one. <laughs> All but, right, but yeah, it's true. Like I, I've said before on the show, I miss like, you know, the Channel Twelve Saturday afternoon movie. Like I saw a lot of cool shit because of that. You know? Right. Yeah. Like there's like they're like major networks don't just randomly show movies anymore. Right. Up next, I have People Under the Stairs. Oh, that's Wes Craven. That's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, yeah that, is, uh, that is very creepy. That's a hidden gem. Uh, up next, Jacob's Ladder. Dude, that's the a Stephen gnarly King's fucking movie. Jacob's Ladder, right? No, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. No. I did not see it. You've I've never n- seen Jacob's I've never Ladder? I've never seen Jacob's Ladder. I've always wanted to because I know it's uh, pretty... Uh, you need to, you need, Freaky deaky. I've never seen it either, I don't think. You need to smoke some doobie snack joints before before you watch it. N- not happening, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, no, that's... It's it, it's a very intense movie. Okay. It's, it's cool. You, you like, I mean, it's Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins is yeah, great. Yeah, he's a good actor. And, uh, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, do you know the plot of it? Like he, like he's Something he comes back from, from Nam, yeah, and like he's just he's he's just really shell shocked and keeps having these crazy visions and right. It's very uh, yeah, it's it's the imagery in that movie is crazy. Up next, I gotta stop saying up next. What am I a, a countdown DJ? You're too here? hard on yourself. <laughs> I just say that up next. Let your hair down. <laughs> yeah, Dude, those beautiful burn. Locks. Yeah, burn. <laughs> um, Creep Show two. Ah, uh, cool. Why yeah. two, not one? I like two way better. One, I I can't even make it through. You like Stephen King, Leslie Nielsen, uh, who, uh, Sam from Cheers. Yeah, I, I like two better. You don't like, as well. May, you don't like Mayday Malone? Uh, I, I seriously, I can't make it through it. I can't. So, I can't watch. I, it. I can't watch the third act with the cockroaches. So two as well. Uh, and Creep Show one. Yeah, the I've, third act is just uh, it's cockroaches and the way they filmed it. I've never even seen it, but I know how they filmed it because it was on another podcast that Eli Roth hosts, and he interviewed Stephen King. And I went into it already angry at Stephen King, but that's a, another whole story okay. because he doesn't like Stanley Kubrick's version of The Shining. Yes, he doesn't. Yeah, and that bothers enough. me like immensely because that's the best adaptation of his movie. But there's a little bit of ego and feelings totally, and yeah. it's complicated but Stephen yeah. King to this day does not like it so I went into that podcast to f- find out more about why totally but, and yeah but does does his mat does his does his opinion really matter I mean he likes the new it he likes all those all those movies that were seen as clunkers do, do you remember like I think we talked about this or you talked about this on your horror shelf podcast the available uh, where Spencer oh it's streaming wherever fine podcasts are streaming or sold for free. It's on Spotify.com backslash Creed Thoughts. If you need the link, just email we're not Nordic Pod. Not Nordic Pod. At gmail.com. Gmail. Gmail. Man, you know better than I do. Check it out only after you've heard every not Nordic episode twice. 
then, then, and only then, you can check out the Harder Shelf podcast. Yeah. And we're going to quiz you, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, because he came out with his own uh, TV uh, miniseries on Yeah, it was, on and the and Shining. it was the dude from Wings, yeah. Dude from Wings, and it was the kid from the Welch's Grape Juice commercial. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, so, that's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, well, I hated him because he was so annoying on those commercials, and then yeah. it was in that show, I hated it even more. All right, so let's let's continue. I'm sorry. All right, so up next we have the fly. Stop with the. We have the fly. The fly. Wow, yeah. with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, yes. The brindle fly. Yes, yeah. that is a creepy movie. Disgusting scenes in that when yes, he becomes when he... a fly. It's very uncomfortable. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's real hyper realistic. David yeah. Cronenberg represent. No, just yeah. certainly a. Director. Speaking of him, I'm really excited. I got a copy at the thrift store of a Criterion Collection awesome copy of Videodrome. Oh, that's a good hmm. that's a good Criterion release. I have that one. I've yeah. never seen the movie. Really? So I'm like so excited. Oh, I'm familiar with the premise. I love James Woods. You're gonna love it. So like I'm like so ready to cue that up. Yeah, awesome. it's a fantastic yeah. flick. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, we have the gate. Oh yeah, okay, this young comes Stephen up a lot. Dorf. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Dwarf. Dorf and a cool kids movie. This is a kids movie. Essentially, they're all kids in it, right? See, we had a we had a debate about kids movies not not that long. Ago. Yeah, I don't think it's a kids movie. Well, this it's movie... all kids, right? Like in it, if I recall the movie right, it's like aren't they young? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's kids yeah. in there, but I mean, there's there there are definitely dark themes in it. You know, but back then a kids movie was able to have yeah. that weight to it. Really, I feel like that was geared towards kids. What's the game rated? I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna double. Let me check it out real quick. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I mean, Monster Squad's definitely a kids movie. Oh yes, even, even yes. with like, although one one thing I'll say about Monster Squad, I still don't understand why one of the kids was just randomly a greaser in 1988 or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> so. so the gate was rated PG thirteen. Oh shit! Oh, okay, and, PG thirteen. And, and it came yeah. out. I think it came out. There was something about the release of this on TV. Like it was actually geared towards kids in some way of like the marketing of the movie. I, I wish I knew more. Uh, write us in. Do you think the the gate is a kids film? Not NordicPod at gmail dot com. Uh, do you think that uh, what was that uh, Barbarian Twins movie I watched? Uh, oh, Twin, Twin Sitters. Sitters. Do you think Twin Sitters is a kids movie? Not NordicPod at, at gmail dot com. Okay, here. Well, I think this is what Spencer's talking about. If you can get in touch with your inner twelve year old, the gate is a pleasant diversion. Maybe that's what you're talking about. It's a dope Maybe. flick, man. I, mean, I that, like that movie a lot. Yeah, that's a little slam. I mean, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at oh. boys, be boys. <laughs> all right, this and, is starting to get silly. All right, and then here, here's here's my last. It's tree. Uh, it's Treehouse of Horror one and two and four and five. One and two and four and five. Okay, yes. so one has one is the OG uh, with the Raven. The and, Raven. Wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what the other two. Well, are. I know because it's on my list. So oh, okay. the Raven, and um, well, I can't easily well, access it right now. But well, well, hold on. Okay. Well, that's it. I'm I'm done. So if you wanna if you wanna partake in your. Uh, in your list, that that is the end of my list. President Furlong, how did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you did awesome. It's me, Eddie Furlong. Oh my gosh, I love your cover of uh, When You're a Stranger. You could be Thanks, mine. Jay. You <laughs> could... Did you ever hear that before? No. It is really bad. He does, people are strange when oh, you're a stranger. No, no. But the way he sings it is... Very. You guys ever see Detroit Rock City? I love Detroit Rock City. So I watched that again recently, and there's a scene where Gene Simmons' wife, Shannon Tweed, uh, basically pays Edward Furlong to have a sex teenage. with him. Yeah, she pays him to statch rape him. Yeah. <laughs> because he is a high schooler. A different time. Yeah. You know, I, when I watched it, I didn't think much of it, and, <laughs> you know, I guess time moves on. Lottie D. Lottie Da. Well, I do apologize. My order is not 
quite as uh, focused as you two gents. What the hell? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, please, no, that's my uh, my cue it uh, up. Uh, I mean, this is, this this is, is my intro. Oh, wait, this is the. Oh, no. <laughs> Perfectly, like that, that my quality, <laughs> my quality of this segment will match Eddie Furlong's okay, singing. Awesome. This All is right. a good partnership. <laughs> so, first off, great, great concept. The 24-hour movie horror marathon. I, I here's my list, and Exum Films was an influence on my life too. I would go check out their marathons, and are they? I wanted to ask, are they still around? They're doing the very last 24-hour uh, marathon next weekend. Wow, and a lot. Oh of the, no, actually, sorry, this past weekend. Wow. <laughs> you know, because this episode will be oh, released right, in the right. future. <laughs> because it is mischief night. That's correct. It is. So well. Props to Exhum Films because they would do these road shows and they have the actual 35 millimeter and it's so, film. You can't underestimate how cool that makes it, like with the actual like scratches and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, incredible. We went to a mini marathon. I think it was a 12 hour marathon, and uh, we saw it was amazing. Bill, we saw Evil. These are all 35 millimeters. Yeah. We saw Evil Dead, Reanimator, Return of the Living Dead, and um, you know it's maybe something else, and I'm I'm missing it. I mean, that's sick. That's already but yeah, sick. It, crazy, yeah. right? So I love Exum Films, and I'm so happy they're still doing it. I think one of the people involved with that went out west and does something called Cinematic Void. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah sure. it's like the it's the West Coast version, but I, he's from this area, and I'm pretty sure he was um, related to Exum Films. But at any rate, I just wanted to say that's awesome that you mentioned them. So here we go. My movie marathon, I was going to kick it off with you gentlemen and you know you guys are over my place right. for 24 hours. Okay. Make yourselves at home. Some snacks. Grab some a Sprite. Yeah, all right. You know, we'll get some za, whatever floats your boat. My mom's going to order some pizza. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll check out Vincent Price in House on the Haunted Hill. Uh, which came out in 1959. Yeah. Why not a little Vincent Price, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm down. I've ne I've never seen it. I'd be down. Started off vintage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just He's just the coolest guy, and you can't quite have a movie marathon without the voice of Vincent Price. Yeah, I mean, can, can I interject something? Always feel I, free. I, 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 when have we not interjected? <laughs> I, I have. Uh, there's this uh, old time radio show that my wife and I found on the internet, and they have old time radio Halloween horror. Um, oh, that's fun. Uh, and there's a whole Vincent Price thing. It's it's a whole story about. Rats on a ship that take over a lighthouse. Have you ever heard that? I have it on record. You have that? That's yeah. Sick. Yeah, it is really good. I have it. I f I forget the name of it. It's like called Rumble Boards. He's or, like, yeah, um... I got the '78 at home. Yeah, well, that's I, awesome. I, in the '70s, they released these on record, and I have a okay. lot of Inner Sanctum, Lights Out. Um, yes. Uh, there's a bunch more. Uh, shoot, what am I? I'm drawing a blank. Inner Sanctum, Lights Out, Suspense. Uh, there's a ton. 
Have you ever? The it's Whistler called, uh, was one of them. OTR, it's called old time, old time radio. Yeah, they put out the records as yeah. well oh, in the seventies, really? and I have them all on record. Holy funk lords! The one okay. you have, I have. I'll send you a picture later. Oh, please do. Yeah, I would be really interested in seeing that because we listened to it and we, my wife and I, really enjoy it. He all did. Right, a, he I'm did a, a show called Bloodbath, and I took right, it for one yeah. of our um, discount cemetery shirts. Oh, really? The whole yeah, the whole spirit of that is from the horror radio. Oh, that is awesome. Half the designs are all from that era. So I heard you run a awesome. company called Discount yeah. Cemetery. Hey guys, check it out. Uh, if you use code not Nordic, you'll get twenty percent off oh. of any purchase. <laughs> Maybe twenty five percent. Do we really Whoa. are we really getting our own code? Yeah, no problem. It'll be active in uh, just a few moments. <laughs> oh, uh, well, don't forget, this is mischief night. This is mischief night. So by the time you hear this, you could get some mischievous new clothing. Oh. Use code not Nordic at checkout for 25% off. Damn. Yeah, that's, that's the awesome. highest I go. That's crazy. <laughs> that is... Those prices are insane. He's slashing prices I'm... like it's a horror movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what do you got? What Next you... up is the 1987's The Lost Boys. Wow. Uh, I, I just, why, why would you not want to watch The Lost Boys? You're right. People are strange. Also in this film, covered by Echo and the Bunnymen. Yes, so... and I like their version... Better than anybody. <laughs> Better than Edward Furlong, for sure. How but. dare you? <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, my, my, my horror punk rock band, The Mad Splatter, Yeah. Uh, we do have a song about the Lost Boys on our first record entitled Vamp Out. Oh, that's okay. great. You know, he's, he, what is it? If you vamp out in any way, I'll, I'll, I'll shove a steak right through your heart that's or great. something like that. You yeah. guys were doing the Teenage Bottle Rocket thing like kind of before they did I didn't. The... I didn't want to say that, yeah. but we kind of were. <laughs> I put two together. I was like, wait a minute here. <laughs> we, so, we kind of predated that whole resurgence of that. <laughs> well, hopefully people make the connection with the internet now and if people like skate fun leather jacket punk and they like teenage bottle rocket hopefully they find the mad splatter well well, well when people when people say that you know it gives chuck an urge to, to kill, kill. <laughs> yeah that was the hit it yeah, was we, that was um, my jam that was the <laughs> hit that was the hit apparently we apparently we're more popular in europe than the u.s that's what i was told that's nice. a good sign <laughs> nice they uh, get it out there you know exactly so what's next well speaking of europe uh, well, somewhat. I chose The Office, but not the British Office. I chose The Office Halloween episode from um, season season one, where he is going to fire Creed, and Creed's oh. dressed up like a vampire. <laughs> he fires Devin instead? Yeah. yeah, and he fires Devin instead. I'm sorry, that's actually season two. That's season two, episode five. Um, had he actually fired Creed... We would have been robbed of the the greatest supporting character of the whole show. Oh, he's so good. Side note: That's Creed's first speaking role in the movie, other than having this weird um, dialogue where he's not Creed; he's actually the voice of like Michael calling in to a um, that's right mining company. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, Creed's character was wrote into the show because they just liked Creed, but he didn't. That part didn't exist until they met him. Do you wow. know about this guy, Creed? Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, he's, yeah, he, he was just, in like these weird like the gra- grassroots back in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he basically plays himself on the show. Yeah, that's awesome. And this is his first speaking line, and it's just great to see him almost get fired, dressed up as Dracula. <laughs> so, so as a quick, uh, uh, have you listened to the Office ladies yet? I just started last week. Wow. The new episode came out today. Yeah. I have not heard it, and it's and I'm excited to see it because this the one that they're covering now is um. 
the big racial episode where they have the flashcards oh so on their foreheads, which is like the atom bomb of the office. If it came out now, the show would be canceled. And that's a whole other debate um, or discussion. But but yes, I have listened. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I'm so floored because I've watched The Office so many times Me that I too. don't even quite enjoy it anymore. I watch it because I'm like truly addicted to it. Yeah, it's, and just, it's, it's gotten very a comforting. Little... Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly that. It is 100%. So have you heard it? I, wa- I listened to the first one, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. It was, uh, there's a couple. Uh, I liked uh, <laughs> the story that Jenna Fisher told about how she was the third Office cast member in one day to go to the same Michaels in Los Angeles. That Michaels is my <laughs> Michaels. And I feel like such a traditional, like, typical L.A. a-hole constantly plugging, like, this situation of, like, living near famous people. Why? She lives in my town. The Michaels she's uh, talking about is my Michaels uh, that I go to. But why do you feel my you heart feel would bad, go though? all flutter if I, I know, I haven't seen her, but I, I haven't seen her yet, but I love Chili's now. You know this about me, Jay? Yes, I, feel God yes. In, I, I feel God in this Chili's tonight. I, she goes to the same Chili's as me. She actually goes really? to Chili's? Yes, oh, she still excellent. goes to Chili's. I'm like waiting to see Jenna Fisher at Chili's, and I, I then, you know, bucket list achieved. I'm creepy, yeah. I'm creepy enough to know Jenna Fisher, and I have the same birthday. Really? That's not, that's great <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly 10 years apart that's Both awesome Leo's? Pisces is, 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 is. <laughs> I don't know the signs so yeah that's, a great, that's, that's a great choice Thank the office did, did did good Halloween episodes yeah yeah I agree yeah I don't I don't remember them I have season one that's all I have on oh, DVD man, you should really you should really uh, jump into that maybe <laughs> it's time <laughs> yeah well I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, um, uh, God, what, what's that segment we do? I'm going to punching bag you with the entire series of The Office. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> You'd love it. I might, I might like it, but I'm saying just, just dedicating time to watch it all it would be difficult. You know, I would say that if you start to watch it, it's going to start to watch itself with you <laughs> as a participant. Whether you like it or not, it cannot be stopped. It's like a steamroller. Yeah, it's true. And it's leaving Netflix in like a year, too, yeah. so your time's running out. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's definitely it's great to meet other fans that are as the way we are. Oh, yeah. And it just brings me great joy because I love it that much. So it's a it's like oddly turned into a community of fans that really like love each other because we have this weird obsession with this with this show. You know? were, the, I've had um, uh, two two times I've had like a party to to watch like I've had people over to watch the ending of a show the last episode one was the Sopranos and the other one was the Office. Okay. Yeah, both great endings in my opinion. Me too. Yeah. Um, well, guys, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it trucking along here, and I will be quick about the next one because I could go down a real rabbit hole with it, but I won't. It's Donnie Darko from 2001 hmm. coming in at 2 hours and 13 minutes. A controversial choice as uh, this came out in our heyday as children, and sure. not, not everybody latched on quite the same, but at any rate, it did put a shockwave through our youth culture, and we all knew about it, and right. it, was, it was interesting because it predates... A lot of the hype of the internet. It was the in- internet in its infancy. Totally. And, and it yeah. was our like circle of people, you know, the, the that weirdos. yeah, yeah, that just kept it going down the line. And hey, have you checked it out? If you checked it out, let, let me borrow my copy. Let's watch it together. Right. So it's <laughs> oddly fitting to put this into the marathon because this is that type of movie you would bring over to your friend's house. And make you gotta watch this movie. Right. Good. You- 
Yeah, and it's it's cool because it's it's out of the box because it's not like a slasher movie or anything. No, it's, it's definitely dark enough that I say it would it would fit, you know pun with the title notwithstanding. Yeah, I would say it fits into the motif of the playlist for sure. Oh, cool, and and it leads up to Halloween as well. The big crescendo is right. on uh, actually Devil's Night. The last night is October thirtieth. Is when Donnie finds his ending. I, I won't spoil it if anyone hasn't seen Donnie. Plus Dark. fifteen, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, plus fifteen. So it actually takes it, it takes place, oddly enough, on Mischief Night. Uh, so moving along, I picked, which is my favorite horror movie. I picked The Shining, okay. which comes wow. in at two hours and twenty six minutes. I love The Shining, guys. I don't know how else to put it. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, Chuck? it's it's oh, it's fantastic. No, yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah, it's I I I mean he's Jack is so goddamn good in that movie, and there's so much going on visually. Stanley Kubrick was a nut, but man, he can make a good movie. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I love what I love about it is it's so dense that you could either put the movie on and not pay attention and just let the mood kind of be in the background, or you could watch it under more of a microscope and find things visually that you never even quite noticed before because every single thing had a place with how he did his set design. You just get tra- you get trapped in these visuals that are so you know engaging and yeah, beautiful. Like the, and then the Easter eggs too. You were saying you were talking about. I know yeah. that. Right? You watched that documentary? Yeah, I, I did it. not, but yeah. I know Spencer. Did you has, watch right? it? I haven't watched it. No. It's worth a watch. Yeah. I think half of it is really nutty, and the other half is is really interesting, and 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 credible. Like the most notable thing from it is that I might get the colors wrong. If there's any diehard listeners, diehard fans listening. Stephen King, fans of the movie. Die fans Hard. of the movie, yeah. yeah. The, die, if, if Bruce Willis is out there in his blues band, um, sorry, Bruce. A bad wig. Yeah, I I think that it's yeah okay. The the original Shining with Stephen King, the car was red, and in Stanley Kubrick's movie, the car is yellow. The yes. Beetle, yeah. and the Beetle drives by a car wreck, and it's a red Beetle on fire that Jack is looking at from the interior of his yellow Beetle, and the camera stays on it for a healthy five seconds which is long enough and there's no purpose for it and they just drive away and that's in the immediate beginning of the movie which could pretty clearly display the fact that he's saying that Stephen King's version is dead and his is the new the new one um all right so I have Tales from the Crypt Dig That Cat He's Real Gone with Joe Paniolia from the Goonies I don't know that one he's he's with the Mama Fratelli yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know who he is. He, he, uh, he has a, he, he, uh, meets a crazy doctor who infuses his blood with cat's blood and he gets oh, nine yeah, lives. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. He gets nine lives. Oh, so, I've never seen it. He gets nine lives and he joins a circus and they kill him in the circus act and they pay a large sum of money every time and he's like, he's a circus attraction. Oh my, that is weird. Yeah, and, a- and, 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 and like... How, should I tell the rest? I mean, I can tell you the whole thing. No, Plus no, no, fifteen. No, no, no. No. Okay. Uh, no, I, I Tales from the Crypt. Not every episode of that show's good, but when the, when the, it hit on a good one, it, it was damn good. Yeah, wow. I loved it. Now, quick note: Did you guys want to keep rolling, or should we take a break? I, see, no, I, no, no, does good. this thing go? Does this thing stop at an hour the way Audacity does, or uh, the way um? No. Uh, no Anchor does. No, this goes buck. Oh, dog. let's keep rolling then. Yeah, yeah you guys it. are good. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. good. Okay, cool. I'll we don't want to kill your flow, man. No, I'm good. I'm like I'm the progressive lady. I flow <laughs> so well, you know. <laughs> I see what you Hell's did there. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's me, flow. Yeah. If you didn't get it. I'm oh, flow. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, you're... I'm flow. Oh. Yeah, that's me. So you don't me. have your soundboard. You couldn't do, you dude, do, you do a drum roll. Dude, or we a don't need shot, a soundboard. Rather. All we got is Edward Furlong singing P. 
people are strange. I'm quitting the podcast if you play that ever again. <laughs> well, the next, the rest of my movie marathon is 22 hours of people are strange by Edward Furlong. <laughs> Talk about so, hard. Sorry, guys. That's and that's my that's my playlist. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Good night. My ride's here. Um, so. <laughs> Next up is the Twilight Zone Odyssey of Flight 33. Now, I don't know if you remember this one, Chuck. The, is um, that uh, the one where they, the, the plane ends up in the past? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. So this, this, this one involves a plane, and the, it's going through, it goes back in time. To isn't, the, that, isn't that also the Tommyknockers? And the Langoliers. Langoliers, I think that that's the one with Bronson Pinchot, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm which sorry I love, which you I love. Perfect Strangers. Right? I love Perfect Strangers. <laughs> and I love the Langoliers. <laughs> I do. That, that's like one of my favorite concepts that Stephen King ever had. I okay. love time travel, and I love this. Uh, the, the, he, they go back in time to the mm-hmm. prehistoric age, and then they have to go back and they try to get to the future, but they, they, they only go to 1939. Yeah. And then they only have a little bit of gas left, and it ends with them trying one last time to make it home. And it's just classic Twilight Zone. I love the time travel stuff they do. And this actually has the most expensive scene at that time ever, ever created for television because they had an animatronic dinosaur. Right, mm. yeah, That they yeah, flew sick. over. And it's so funny to see now it looks like a plastic dinosaur that they did stop motion with. We could literally create it with an iPhone right. in 15 minutes, but it cost so much money at that time. Um, I chose that one. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that one. Yeah. A little, little bit off the beaten path, too. Yeah. Like, that's not, I don't like it, yeah. Yeah, yes, exactly. Halloween 1978 at 102 minutes. This one comes in next. It's not Halloween unless you watch Halloween. I, I agree. Just, I, sh- I should have been on my list. I'm... The, the, the way that um, one of the brilliant things, and there's a lot of brilliant things about that movie, is the yeah. way that it, um, it, it, it showed terror like in broad daylight. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, like the way like they're, they're walking home from school at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon is like, oh shit, there's Michael Myers. Like, yeah. you know, horror is so like, like traditionally like you picture. That's why that movie Midsummer was really unsettling because this is like some, something really awful happening like when the sun is shining. Like it can be really effective. Right. I've, I've verbatim said that exact thing. It's so, it's so awesome to hear you say it too. And, uh, that, and that synth pop whenever he walks in the front. Uh, he loves doing that. Yeah. Whee! <laughs> I, I actually considered going to see him when he played in Philly, just because. Yeah, I mean uh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean he's got a, He's scored pretty much all his movies, so he's got a lot of material. He said that he uses that rhythm for the intro because his dad taught him how to play, uh, like on congos, like a like percussion instrument, like and it translated to the synth that he always does, like that rhythmic thing, but it was Bob Gale in Back to the Future that said every movie maker has like one in him. That one movie in them where everything coalesces correctly. Yeah. And that's Halloween. It's got the best score. It's got yes. the best cast. It's got the best concept. It's got literally everything. They did it with hardly any money. They were just kids right out of school that were all friends. And they made a movie. And they changed the world. And that's similar to Blair Witch, too. Like, I love it when young people make something special with no money. Yeah. And it works. And it's like, changes everything. You right, know? like a shot in the dark. And it all, like you said, it all, it all came together. And now it's a billion dollar franchise in the case of Dan- daniel myrick and eduardo sanchez they didn't have anything else because yeah what have those guys done since but they, you know i mean their names are in the history books and people yeah. you it, know blair witch project will be talked about years from now for a variety of different reasons yeah i mean if you get one i mean you got it no it's because it, like i said the, the one of the big things that really is 
Blair Witch Project is probably the first movie that fully utilized the internet, like, for all of its oh, possible no, no. marketing purposes. No, I absolutely agree. And then, you know, they, they try to capitalize on it. That's what I said in my, uh, that's what I talked about, is that they, they tried to go every way possible. They said that they made a, um, a mix CD, because there, no, there was no soundtrack. Yeah. So they, they found a way to say that Josh had a mix CD in his car, and they released yeah. it. You know they. I, uh, those, oh, I mean, you know crazy. they changed their IMDb's for a while to say that all three of them were dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's wild. Well, it's that, great. Well, was that the deal that they made that they would never work again? This was just going to be like a passion project, and this was their, this is going to be their only thing. It sounds about right. Well, I know that they. I know that they did. Um, the three actors did eventually have to take them to court when it started making a ton of money to be like, look, you got to break us off a little something extra, right. which is totally reasonable, you know? Yeah. Well, like, if you make $250 million on a $20,000 movie, you should be able to share yeah, some of that. that would be heartbreaking. <laughs> and what, what was their first appearance? Wasn't it the MTV Music Award or MTV Movie Awards when they came out and said, remember us? No one cared. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what was the yeah. release date of that, Blair Witch? Uh, it was July 90, 99. Was it 99? Yeah. Okay. And then Donnie Darko is 2001, and what both those movies have in common is they started to use the internet really early on in the mm. game. Because when you went to the BlairWitch.com, it was like really very real, like missing people, please contact us. And then they even had numbers that you could call yeah. and things of that nature. And Donnie Darko was the same way. I thought Donnie Darko was very like um, um, interactive. Like there was like yeah. there was like something at the bottom of the screen, like you had to click on it, and it took you somewhere else. On the website. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It, wasn't it something like that? It was very interactive, but it was you had to also figure it out. Correct. Yeah, and, okay. and it was yeah. it was it was the clues that he included in the director's cut to further explain the premise of the movie. He put all of them on the website first. Oh the wow. The pages from the philosophy of time travel, which we couldn't see as viewers of the movie. Right. He put them on. Wow. The, the site. So I think these people you, being ahead of the curve with the internet. That's telling as well. Like it played here. a part. Hey guys, I gotta go. My ride's here again. <laughs> um, um, actually, I I found out a couple months ago that uh, the the Blair Witch uh, website is still out there, like on some super like archived URL. Geocities.com, yeah. Angel Fire. It's, it's there with the Numbskulls website, well, <laughs> which is still active. Yeah, I pay I good money to keep that running. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I'm in the Patreon group. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the gold tier. <laughs> yeah. The, the Blair Witch is, but the Blair Witch project that's up there now is for the one from the 2016 movie. Oh, okay. no, 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 it is. No, no I, I the, look. The, the original website's still there. Did you find it? Yeah. I look for it. I I'll could find not find it. it. I'll find it again. I'll send you a link. Send me a link. Because <laughs> I looked for it because I had it on my site and I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, it's definitely. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up. Okay. We digress. Yeah, yeah. I was going to theblairbitch.com. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, and she was so mean. She was like bitching me out, saying my mom is this and that. And I was like, dude, you're rude. Well, website. She, was, she was naked at the time, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, it was I crazy. <laughs> I was so confused. I didn't know what I was feeling. It was just really awesome. So do not go to that site. Yeah. All right? Do not go there. So what else you got? All right, answer? so guys, uh, just to show that we're all sharing the same brain, I picked Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of the Twisted Claw. Yeah. Which is my favorite episode. Uh, this is an earlier one, I think season one, and the premise is simple. These boys are going trick-or-treating, and there's that scary house on the corner that everybody avoids with the weird old lady in it, and they go up to the door. But this is after Mischief Night. On Mischief Night, they break something in her house. Is that right? Or, yes. And yeah. they, they go to her house on Halloween to get candy, and they see the broken vase from Mischief Night because they ding-dong ditched her, and yeah. the vase broke. And they saw it was still on the ground broken. She didn't clean it up, which was... A little strange. And instead of giving them candy, she gives them a haunted monkey paw. And they have three wishes. And That's such a classic story. Yeah. yeah. And, and as they... Simpsons. And, everyone, yeah. right? Right, yeah. Um, Kazam with the wishes as the genie. 
with Shaquille O'Neal, one of the best movies okay. uh, ever. It's on my list. I don't know if that was allowed. Um, but yeah, they get their wishes, but the wishes... I find it horrifying. <laughs> His acting is quite scary. No, but, go but ahead. the wishes take a dark turn, and they all come out terrible right. until the end where they figure out the right wish to make all along. Right. So I did pick that. Uh, that's a great one. Uh, next up is Poltergeist, 1982, original Poltergeist. One of the one. scariest movies of all time. It is. Um, my mom let me see this at a very young age, which I'm It's rated PG, for. though, isn't it? Back then, rating system was much different. <laughs> but Top what... Gun was rated PG when it came out. There's a lot of other... Like, yeah. yeah. Well, Parental think... Guidance was almost like a step under Jaws, R. I think Jaws is PG. Yeah, Jaws yeah. is PG as well. Parental Guidance meant like you couldn't watch without a parent, you know? So, But then they changed the structure of it. To be much different. I, I, th- I think that's probably why you saw it at that age, because it's probably like, oh, this is just an innocent spook film. Yeah, you know my mom. I mean? My mom gave me a lot of uh, a long leash. Like I was a lot. I listened to Howard Stern on the way into Christian school. Okay. I was able to watch The Simpsons when it came out. I was right. able to watch horror movies. If there was ever any blood or boobs, she'd cover my eyes or like make me look away and then tell me to, she gave me the green light. Right. You know, but I'm grateful like for that. I'm, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's. I wonder, like, if my mom hadn't been as strict, like, if I if I would have sought out, like, such weird stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, if she'd been like, yeah, watch whatever, or maybe I wouldn't have watched... Uh... Species 18 times in a row. So your mom was more strict about <laughs> yeah, horror movies? Okay. Yeah, big time. Okay. I had to yeah, watch my, my, my yours as well? Too, yeah. Okay, but look, you guys found it anyway. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could watch Jaws. I mean, my mom actually suggested, just like your mom, that we could, you should watch Poltergeist. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's PG, we should watch it, I'll, I'll rent it. And I was like, like, oh, here's, uh... pa- here's Pazuzu. <laughs> Yeah, no thanks, Mom. <laughs> I think what made that movie so scary was the acting from the parents. Like, it was so yes. realistic to me as a kid. Yeah, Craig T. Nelson. And yeah. What's her name? I don't know offhand. No. But well, she was I, good, too. Fantastic. Yes. I mean, just, it was very believable. And seeing the parents that scared made me horrified as a kid, you know? Yes. Um, all right, cool. Well, next up, I had I had Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, but then I changed my mind because I've seen Psycho a billion times, so I was going to put Frenzy, which was a later movie by him. But now I'm changing my mind again. Okay. I'm going to take this movie out and put in The Burbs because I didn't have The Burbs in, and I feel like it has to be in there if we're all hanging out. It's true. Um, (laughs) This is a thing where, like, I knew about the movie. My mom loved it. I had seen it before I met Jay. But when I, you know, when you make certain friends, they amplify certain things, and you like them a billion times more. And, you know, your love for that movie resonated to me, and I found out that I too like was just I, I love it I watch it so often still once a week at least every every week rain or shine for years and years and years it's just that kind of movie right I can't stop well and yeah you did a lot of research on that movie for that one podcast oh yeah yeah. yeah I mean I mean I, I definitely w- there's a lot of great trivia about that one right um but yeah it all goes back to the fact that you we loved it yes. you know ourselves I mean I can't I don't know about you but I cannot get enough of it yeah. like still exactly i mean just rick dukeman it's under tom it's, hanks it's, it's really bruce dern it's, carrie fisher Corey feldman do i need to continue brother theodore and i felt <laughs> you know like I, mean? I saw that when i was very young and it, similar to something like ghostbusters i don't think i got all the jokes in it until yeah. i saw it when i was a little older right it's a really really funny movie yeah that, that's that's a channel 12 rainy day sunday movie yeah. for me that's yeah. one of the ones i watched like religiously when it came on and recorded it on vhs if you if you take one person out it's not the same you're right what, what makes it so special is that there's no weak links yeah. and the way that they bounce off of each other is so enjoyable and comfort and like 
great every time. I can't get enough of those specific people together. It makes me wish Tom Hanks would do more comedy because he was very funny. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, like well, like when Rick Dukeman passed away. Um, who did the movie? Uh, who was the uh, who was the director? Joe Dante. Yeah, Joe yeah. Dante. He said that you know most of the lines that Art Weingartner did were all him ad libbed. Yeah, because yeah. so go, go get one of those beef sandwiches. Yeah, he's brilliant in it. Yeah, I mean that's like his shining star in yeah. my eyes. Because when he passed away, that's when he released the footage yeah. of the of the cookie scene with Corey Feldman. Yeah, and that because that wasn't out until that was oh, until yeah. he passed away. Yeah, I want to kill everyone. <laughs> Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Right. <laughs> yeah. Great, great movie. Great movie. Yeah, great and show, great shot choice. in consecutive order, too. Like, it's shot in real time from front to back. So I assume, so you you, you did an episode of the Horror Show podcast no, about this? No, I, I did. I did. A, there's only two episodes. I was I started a podcast called Dimension X, which was named after an old radio show called Dimension X. And there's an episode on there. Yeah. Are you straight edge? Yes, sir. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I think that's great. I really do. Except for the glass of wine he had tonight. Shut up! Wine's, <laughs> wine's no. allowed. Don't, don't start those rumors. No, wine's allowed. <laughs> Ask anybody. Ask Ray Capo right now. <laughs> Call him up. He's probably wine drunk yeah. right now. Yeah. He's like, I'm drinking. I was always drinking wine. <laughs> but I was going <laughs> to but I was gonna say, so you probably covered the fact that 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 back lot, like that that set that they used for that movie, was very very commonplace. It yeah, used a lot of different things. Yeah, well, Ricky Butler's house is the Munsters' house from the yeah. show The Munsters, That's which is sick. insane. And Did you know that? No. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they barely showed the exterior because it's so obviously the Munsters' house they couldn't show it. Wow. And at that time there was a writer's strike, so the only two movies being filmed were Fletch Two and The Burb. So they had a whole lay of the land. There was nothing else going on. And uh, the trolley tours would go through while they were filming because they were using the, the trolley tour for all their income. Yeah. So they'd have to stop filming and, like, wave <laughs> and let it go. Normally, if there's filming, they'll avoid the filming. Yeah. But they're like, hey, sorry, I mean, right. this we is our bread and butter. Yeah, they're coming through, the and you better wave at them. Right. So Tom Hanks is like, hey, everybody, hey, I'm kids, Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, signing autographs. Like, can we go back to filming, please? Yeah, can we get this over with? Yeah, and there's five alternate endings for the movie, which is awesome that there's, like, so many. Like, let's just film a bunch, and we'll feel it out. I love right. that. Yeah. yeah. The only other movie I've ever, I can think of that did that was Clue. Clue. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Clue was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I, it reminds me of Jay and I and our friendship, like, and being young and... You know, yeah. we devoted a whole band to it. Yeah, I remember yeah. that first release was Jumper all... Cable, available yeah. on Spotify, I believe. Yes. We didn't know that, but... Yeah, hey, I know, someone put it up there. Any checks could be sent to uh, <laughs> notnordicpod <laughs> at gmail.com, <laughs> all right? But, yeah... Yeah, so, if, you, if you become a gold level Patreon subscriber, we'll send you uh, Repercussion and Jumper Cable MP3s. Which, if you play them backwards, it's the same band. Yes. People don't know that. <laughs> um, I just switched all the riffs around. Yeah. <laughs> that guy looks like he just got done a song. <coughs> all right, so the Treehouse of Horror. The So, if I understand this correctly, the Treehouse of Horror started in season two. Yes. So, the Treehouse of Horror one is in season two, if Correct. that makes any sense. Right. And I picked the very first one, which includes Bad Dream House, which is okay, where yes. the house implodes on itself. Yeah, and, leave and me alone. Yeah. Make the walls bleed. No. <laughs> He's like, well, eternal damnation or life with the Simpsons. Let me think about this. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, something. What, what's he got? He has something, something good. Possibly your brain will come <laughs> leaking out of your nose. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, stop, stop throwing trash into our vortex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that is a great one. So what's the second the one? The second one is great. It's like my favorite one is Hungry Are the Damned, where Kang and Kodos oh, yeah. kidnap them, and they have the cookbook, and it says how to cook humans. Space it's dust? Like, no, there's space dust. So it says how to cook four humans, and Lisa's like, there's more space dust. It says how to cook 40 yeah. humans. And then he's like, nope, nope, there's a little more space dust. How to cook four 40 humans. And, and they get all offended oh. because they show them Pong, and they're like, yeah, we've got that game for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And then it ends with the Raven, yeah. which is cool. I, yeah. I, but if I could sub out the Raven, I put this in my notes, I'd sub it out for Clown Without Pity, where Homer gets Bart, the doll from Chinatown. Oh, man. The that's crusty a, doll, um, and it's haunted, which a Twilight Zone nod yeah, 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 as totally. well. But also, there, there's uh, gremlins in the beginning, too. Yeah. Like, the, that's definitely supposed to be the guy from the beginning of Gremlins. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah where he gets the doll. Exactly. Yeah. I put that or terror at five and a half feet where Bart is on the bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another Twilight. A lot of those early ones were Twilight. Yeah. 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 yeah, which is awesome. I, re- I really liked... Um uh, the 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 lost the Bram Stoker's Dracula Lost Boys takeoff. Do you remember that one? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, not offhand. So they go to uh, they go to Mr. Burns's castle in Pennsylvania, and okay. so Mr. Burns has his hair like the way Gary Oldman did in Bram right. Stoker's Dracula, right. and yeah. he's like he's dripping blood from his mouth. And Marge goes, Homer, you notice anything weird? And Homer goes, Yeah, his hairdo is so queer. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Very problematic yeah i would say it's very problematic <laughs> well it could mean weird because that's what queer means the dictionary version of it but okay homer homer was unfiltered god yeah. bless him yeah he was <laughs> um all right so next up i put your you might laugh at this haunting of the taylor house from 1992 home improvement <laughs> wow <laughs> chuck you guys are aces in the deck. Let me no. tell you, this podcast, if you're listening now, congratulations. <laughs> this is the right thing to tune into. <laughs> These guys know stuff that they that you need to know and that you also might know. And if you know that, then also you rule too, listener. <laughs> I'm glad it, I found an outlet for my useless knowledge. Now, Dude, it is from Home Improvement. And that's <laughs> the one where they turn like the, uh, the basement into like a little fun house, like haunted house walkthrough. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I picked that one, but I, I had to do a little digging. I had to refresh my memory on a lot of them. I do recall this episode. I liked it a lot when it came out. I don't know why. I just liked Home Improvement. And they actually, every year, did a good job of making a Halloween episode every year. Right, and, and not Christmas, a lot of, too. Not a lot of sitcoms did that. Yeah. Go, go back and watch Home Improvement. That show still stands up and is still funny. Yeah. Very good. Tim Allen's talented, and I think the supporting cast were talented. They had good chemistry. It's a good sitcom. It is. I mean... What about Roseanne? Remember when Roseanne did that Halloween episode? That was pretty good. Yeah, there's... Because uh, Darlene didn't want to do it anymore, and remember it was the whole, it was the whole big change at the end of the episode. She comes in and joins right. the That's family. Right. She was just too cool for... You know, what, you know what's another one? Freaks and Geeks had a great Halloween episode. Oh, yeah, where Lindsay Weir... <laughs> accidentally eggs her brother dressed up as a robot turns around tries to pick him up they're mad at each other it's such an awesome episode for sure and she's asked by her mom to give out candy but she's in high school and wants to be cool and doesn't want to do that and she ends up doing the right thing and joining her mom and it's 
that is, that show is perfectly encapsulated and and it defines the high school experience. And it came out when we were in high school. Too. Exactly. Yeah. And our overlap was so interestingly we, we were, parallel. Like the '70s kids at their age and the '90s kids at our age had this exact weird parallel where I think we it, we lived out the same experiences. Because soon after that would be the internet and this technology boom, which I think is great in a lot of ways. But be that as it may, this was like the last time you could have that kind of overlap. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it, it existed in a different time, even though it was only like 20 years ago. There's a great scene in that after she accidentally eggs her younger brother, and he's sitting there like with the egg still on him, and she goes in to apologize to him, and he just looks at her and he's like, you know no one thinks you're cool, right? Yeah. It's just such a great cutting remark. Well, I love that you watch and you don't know which group you identify the most with, because yeah. it's not that simple. You know, in high school, yeah, maybe some people are freaks and some people are geeks or whatever, but not really. Like, I think as you watch it, you realize everybody is a little bit of totally, all these characters. Totally. Did you watch that show, Jay? I did not watch that it's show. It's brilliant, man. It's, it's Apatow. Awesome. It's awesome. And, yeah, and, it's and really, it ended really. after one season, so it's like the old hardcore punk thing. You make one great record and you pull the plug kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like that formula. It was, it was accidental, I think, but because every actor in it was went on to huge stardom. But be, but anyway, it's great. It's the uh, it's the uh, uh, minor threat discography yeah. of uh, of sitcoms. Yeah, I mean, I love it too. I'm so glad you mentioned that. I feel like I should have put that on here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm but we got to talk about it anyway, so I'm happy. <laughs> Uh, next up is the Monsters, uh, Monster Masquerade from 64. I picked that episode because they dress up in it, and there's a funny spot in particular where um, Herman Munster meets a guy dressed up like Frankenstein, and he thinks he notices him from somewhere, <laughs> and he doesn't know he's in a costume. That is funny. That is awesome. Yeah, and he's a knight. Like, he's in a knight outfit, and right. he puts up the lid, and they're like, this is brilliant, a mask under a mask, you totally win. And he has no idea. And Grandpop's not allowed in, he's not invited, and he's like, what am I, chopped liver? I'm going to go into it as chopped liver, because he could turn into stuff. Oh, right. So he oh turned gosh. into a chopped liver uh, and snuck into the party. That's so it's, good. That is awesome. It's crazy. That man. is it's awesome. Just, it's just a... It's a great show. It's really it was a brilliant show for yeah. its time, and it's yeah. the fact that the Fred Gwynn was such like a dignified guy. So the right. fact yeah. him playing like, like this goofy Frankenstein was just so so brilliant. Yeah, him and I I I, I think his name was Al. His first name was the Grandpa was played by Al, Al Lewis. Al Lewis, yeah, he yeah. was like because he was on Stern all the time. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa yeah. Al Lewis. The yeah. two of those guys were on a show called Car Fifty Two. Where are you? Fifty Four. Yeah. yeah, Car Fifty Four. And yeah. they already had this chemistry, and I I, I think it was just. That family was so cool. It was so cool. Speaking of horror, later in life, you know, probably real late in his life, Fred Gwynn had uh, Pet, Pet Cemetery. Cemetery. And my cousin Vinny. Sometimes dead is better. My cousin Vinny. Dude, he, he's the judge in that. He's fantastic yeah. in that. Yeah. He is. But, <laughs> he is more, more notably for the spooky episode, Pet Cemetery would make more sense. Sometimes dead is better. I did not see the remake of that. That's horrible. Yeah, I, I had yeah. a feeling. You can't remake stuff like that all the time. You gotta be, can't do it all willy-nilly. I like the OG. Yeah, the OG. The OG is good. That's a classic. Yes. It's funny, those Stephen King movies went from being bad, like we were grown up always being told those movies were not good book adaptations. Right. The books are better, the books are better. Well, yeah, sure, I mean, maybe so. But now, they've aged well to a point where those movies are now good. Like, you yeah. watch these Stephen King movies that were... There's plenty of good Stephen King movies. Yeah, yeah. And, and at their Christine's time... Christine's a good movie? Yeah, Christine's great, <laughs> Carrie's great. Yeah, um, yeah there, there's a ton. So, guys, I'm winding down here. I only got two more left. Nice. I love Kiss. I'm glad we mentioned Eddie Furlong 58 times. I'm glad we mentioned Detroit Rock City. That that was helpful for me in my quest to become in the Kiss Army. Directed right. by a native of Margate, New Jersey, by the way. Really? Yeah. 
oh yeah, that's right. And I heard that from other people besides you. <laughs> like I already knew that <laughs> somehow from someone else too. That is crazy, Adam, by the way. Adam Rifkin, I believe his name is. That's yeah. Adam Rifkin. Isn't the guy from Seinfeld? Joel Rifkin. Oh, bro. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the serial killer fits yeah. in with the uh... yeah the motif. So please, Spencer. Oh yeah. On. So I love Kiss, and they played on a, a show called called the Paul Lind Halloween Special in 1972. Now Paul Lind was a sitcom star in '72. I really don't know much about him, and no. I've never seen this, although I have seen like one of the performances. But the concept is that Paul Lind has a 60-minute Halloween special with all Halloween skits, and it's pretty wholesome and seems pretty interesting. But he gets three wishes, and those three wishes are granted when he gets to hear three Kiss songs played at Halloween. <laughs> oh and gosh. Kiss is like interacting with the people on the show as themselves, and it just looks brilliant. Really? And it's like prime era of Ace Freely being a total nut, and I, I really want to see that. Yeah, I might have to try to find that. Yeah. yeah that sounds it's, awesome. It's on YouTube. Another thing I wanted to add, but it was tricky, was Elvira did all these movie marathons, like Halloween marathons. Yeah. Some of which were really long, mm -hmm. and during these things you could see like Grindhouse, weird B-horror movies, a TSOL music video, Alice Cooper music video, and then another weird B-movie, and then, you know, That's 45 awesome. Grave, and The Cramps, and then another. So it was like, if I could find that, you can find it on YouTube, but it's all cut up, and yeah. it's hard it's to get. Separated, yeah, because you can't have anything on it. Right. Yeah, it's the same as, like, I try to find tor torrents of, uh, like, Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs, but yeah. it's like, there's no, there's no, like, full seasons of that anywhere. No. Hmm. And then I ended it off, guys, with Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> we just talked about that in the yeah. last episode. Jay hated it. I, I know that because this is coming out at the current time. Uh, you've already future, listened to it. I've yeah. already listened to this episode. So you know, I know all about you it. You know that Jay despises Tom Atkins, thinks he's a horrible actor. Oh, man. Well, he just had it wrong because he confused it with the Atkins diet and <laughs> Jim Atkins from Jimmy World. Wow. Wow. And it's just, there was a little bit of confusion. Chad Atkins, the, uh, the, the blues guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Atkins, guy just made up. <laughs> Addy Atkins. Oh, man. And that's so, it. That's my no, 24 I, hours. Wow. Can, come on, let's do it. You ready? What's up? Six more days till Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Silver <laughs> Shamrock. <laughs> How, I mean, I think you need to try it again, Jay. No, please, for the love of God. I Did watched... you see the part where the bugs exploded out of the kid's head? Yeah, the, what, the, what the hell does that mean? It's awesome. <laughs> this is the kind of horror movie where nothing makes any sense. I mean, the dad gets bit by a snake, and I, I just... Jay, it's honestly a Jay movie, because if you were at the seat of that decision, I could picture being like, you know what, this franchise is successful, but I want to try something else. Let's do it. No, you're right. You know what I mean? No, this no. Michael Myers guy, I get it, he's cool, people like him, but let's just get away from that. Well, Let's no. completely ditch them and do an anthology. <laughs> we'll put one out every year. It'll always be different. It'll make no sense. I'm going to write it, and it's cool. My friends will do it. Yeah, and you know, and that's what I said. I said I, I give them respect in the sense where that is – they tried something. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they, they went a different route. I give them respect for that, but for me, it's just not – it's just not for me. It's just not for me. That's it. We'll, we'll end it with that. And with that, we're going to take one last quick break and kind of wrap everything up. This is a supersized episode. We're at about an hour hey, and 45 yo, minutes. Yo, you know what? It's mischief night. It's mischief you know? night, bro. We're getting wild with yo, it. Yo, y'all are sitting on your porch with your bats. You, you, might, know what you, I'm might, you might get egged by the Not Nordic crew. Yo, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying we're coming down with soap. We got TP. We're going to clean your cars and your BHs. Exactly. <laughs> BHs when you take a BM and you mark it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you, you break, break loose. When you break loose. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. We'll be right back.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up the very special Extra Long mi mis Mischief Night episode. Um, hope everybody had as, fun, as much fun listening to this as we did. This, this has been a blast. Yeah. Honestly I, and sincerely. Honestly, I had a great time. The time flew. So hopefully yeah. you guys stuck with us and listened until the end. Uh, we, had a, we had a great time. Thank you so much. Spencer, uh, Spencer, for tell, coming. Thank you, tell, guys. Tell us, uh, tell us about the things that you do in life that you would like people to uh, uh, would uh, put, get some plugs in. Well, yeah. it's just something that was on my mind. I was thinking, if any of you guys want to buy some brand new clothing from an amazing horror, sci-fi, punk rock apparel lifestyle brand, I think this is the one to check out. It's called Discount Cemetery. Use code not Nordic at checkout to receive a a whopping. 25% off. Boop, boop, boop. Um, you could even go to Burger King and get a Whopper with your savings. Uh, the Impossible Whopper, which is a delicious sandwich. Uh, you can check it out, grab one of those, and get a new shirt from Discount Cemetery. We've got tons on there. I make them with my wife-to-be, and we would love you to wear them. So check it out. I also am a guest on the Horror Shelf podcast on a lot of episodes. Scope that out. But really... Really, really make sure you listen to the Not Nordic podcast. I myself am an avid listener. I listen to this while I work. It helps with the time go by. I feel like I'm right there in the car. And this, in this very moment, I actually am in the car. And I'm yes. having so much fun. So, guys, if you can't make it to a creepy parking lot in New Jersey at 1 a.m. <laughs> because of geographical constraints, then you need to listen to this podcast right now. And even if you do live in the New Jersey area, all the more reason for you to listen because you can connect with the material that you're being told about. I'd like to say I'd like to think it's very Jersey-centric. It is very Jersey <laughs> to have a bunch of uh, great people in this great state of gardens speaking about all things that can come to, to mind. I, I just love it. I'm such a fan. I am hard-pressed to remember the last time I saw you in person, so this is this is fucking awesome. It's awesome yeah, for me. Uh, Jay, do you have anything you uh, you want to plug? Uh, check out the Horror Shelf podcast. Did, Shelf you hear, podcast. did you hear about Discount Cemetery? Thanks. Not, no, not Nordic? Not, 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 discount not Nordic, code? but at the discount code. Oh, check it out. shit. And get, dudes, if you're out there and you're listening to this... Duck behind that car. There's a cop rolling up. <laughs> and I whoop, see you, dude. And by the way, if you subscribe to the platinum level on our Patreon, you can sit in the back and observe us record an episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, happen. the secret's out. That's how I got here. <laughs> I am a, con a con uh, contributor. I am at the gold level for Not Nordic. Uh, for only a few hundred dollars per week, you can find yourself in the backseat of this, uh, this lovely sedan or SUV. <laughs> yeah. uh, and really, I mean, Chuck... Why not? It's, it's, it's Why a, not give your money to the to this? We're very we're very broke. We need to know. Um, so uh, my band, the Mad Splatter, my horror pop punk band, is playing uh, November 9th at nineteen eighty four bar in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Nice. It's a barcade type place with video games. So oh my be god! A good time. That's Who else great. is playing? Uh, I don't know that there's anybody else on the bill yet. It's somebody's birthday show. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then private party or no? It's open the public, twenty one plus since it's a bar. All right, uh, that's awesome. And then December twenty seventh, it's the Nightmare After Christmas at Connie's Rick Rack in Philadelphia. We're playing with uh, the Geriatrics, Voodoo Death Cult, and more TBA. Nice. Now, now is that uh, also twenty one and over? Yeah. I guess, guys, I guess he doesn't listen to Kid Dynamite, if you know what I'm saying. So. All ages, whoa! All ages! So, on that note, we're going to uh, end things, and uh, just remember, as always, that we are not Nordic! Nordic.